This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. We are off and running for another Monday, another week for the Bostonian versus the book presented by the Betfred Sportsbook. He is Dave Sherapan, the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. We are all fucking Bostonians today, boys and girls. All of us. Why? I will tell you why in a second. We are live on YouTube and Twitter. We are replaying on SportsGrid. Sorry to swear coming out of the gates, guys. But my goodness gracious, we have a lot to talk about about this Monday Night Football game coming up tonight between the Patriots and the Cardinals, the Brigade. We are all one here on this. More with Justin on Justin in Vermont here in just one second. but. We are five days away, guys, from the one-year anniversary. Really, four shows away now after today right. of the one-year anniversary of the BVB. Yeah, how are you, sir? I'm nervous as fuck. <laughs> I can't. I'm so. I'm so uptight. Listen, Friday's going to be great. The whole year has been great. We got a lot of things we got to look in advance to. But right today, we got to focus. I was on a couple shows already this morning talking about this guy Justin in Vermont. Talking about the Patriots game. Talking about I ain't worried about the total. I ain't worried about rushing props. I ain't worried about one nothing. One thing tonight. Focus it on one thing. Get this fucking Patriots team a win tonight. Please. So we so can get ca- this Justin in Vermont another week of life. So in case you guys are not used to what we're talking about or familiar, here is where we are at. So the brigade is, as we know, international. We have Australian people watching. We have people in London, Zach the Hats every day in the chat, watching, being a part of what we are doing. Everywhere. So the show being on SportsGrid, the show being live on Twitter, the guy's show being live on YouTube, the audio podcast that comes afterwards, please subscribe to wherever you get any of this great stuff, audio, video, please. We came across Justin in Vermont back in the summer. He just started DMing me. Hey, I love the show. Watch the show, blah, blah, blah. We are going to be in the Circa Million Survivor Contest. Here we go. Or Circa Survivor, sorry. So, you know, just whatever going on. I'm in the Circa Million, you know, with Papa Bear in Arizona. You know, people are in the contest. Dave and I are in the Westgate Reboot. Like just these contests that happen in Vegas, these pick contests. They're a lot of fun. So about week seven or eight, Justin in Vermont sends me a DM and says like, Hey, I love the show. I'm live in it. What do you guys think about this week? Blah, blah, blah. Going back and forth on DM. You know, it's all good. All of a sudden it starts to get sort of real as the numbers start to tick down. And we, we got to be just, around just, like, just tell everybody it costs a thousand dollars to get in. As soon as you lose, you're out. You can't pick the same team twice. That's a survivor contest in Vegas. And the, 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 the twist for Circa is that Thanksgiving and Christmas are their own weeks. We'll get to that in a second. So, so 
You you, you have over 6,000 people in it at a dime a piece. There was going to be an overlay. There wasn't, which means there was going to be more contest money available because they guaranteed $6 million for the winner. They didn't know if they were going to get 6,000 customers. Well, they got over 6,000. It's 6,100. It's winner take $6.1 million. Unless we go through the whole year. Split. Like last year, last year was a very unique situation. It's why they went from $4 million to $6 million is because 25 people tied for it, right? 23, I think. 23? Or something like that. Yeah, Chopped up $4 million. The year before, 68 people tied. Yeah. So like we've seen teams. So they've decided to up the amount of money that was going to be available and saying, okay, so now let's see, do we get as many people coming in? We didn't think they were going to, and they got there, they got over on their number. They did not get over on the number for the circa millions uh, pick contest, right. but the survivor did. Once I got to a hundred people, we started talking to Justin and started. Well, Justin like, reached out to us. Like yeah. he was, he he me and said, 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 what could you ask Dave? What about this week? So I brought up on the show and since about week 10 in the NFL, we've been checking in with Justin every week. Are you alive? Are you alive? Are you alive? He came to us last Wednesday and said, I'm picking between the Titans and the Patriots. And we both went, Justin, this Titans team, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a divisional game. Can't do you it. don't want to play around Can't with this it. team. The Jaguars dog walked the Titans yesterday up and down the field, put them on a leash and just dragged them whenever they wanted to. It was unbelievable to watch that. That line stunk all week. That line stunk all week. We were talking about it Saturday while you were out thinking about taking title shots at the Creighton game, <laughs> taking pictures with, you know, people. And we're texting back and forth. How are we going to come up with the plays? I said, I hate the Titans game. I hate it. Back and forth, back and forth. We talked ourselves right off and we knew we weren't touching that game no matter what. So glad Justin from Vermont didn't touch it. Because he was in the morning – he was writing to me. I'm like, hey, like, who did you take? I'm DMing on Twitter. And he was like, I just want the Jags to win so I don't have to second guess myself. And I said, look it. <laughs> I, I go, I go, win or lose, you're backing sad. Belichick versus Kingsbury, okay? Like, oh, you just have to realize, I, I was telling oh. him, I'm like, look, it's only $1,000. I know it sounds like a lot, but divide it by 14 weeks. You guys have paid for your entertainment. You're not, you can't think about how much you're losing the 6 million. You're only losing a thousand dollars. I know that stinks, but like every week it's been the same situation. That thousand dollars has been in play every single time you guys made a pick. So if the Jags win, if the Titans win, just oh. be, be cool with your pick with the Patriots on Monday night. And then the Jags won. Oh, and he was just like, okay. Like <laughs> he got you. He, he was all relaxed after that because now he knew he didn't make a mistake by taking the Titans. Oh, and now it's all about tonight. Can't breathe. 6.1 million. So here's what I, he and I were going back and forth a little bit on strategy. Okay. And I said to him, look, if you really are nervous, you can hedge a little bit and bet the Cardinals money line. It's plus money. Put a couple hundred dollars, $200 down on it, whatever you want to do to make a little money coming back. But this is the problem that you brought up. And I was talking about it during the discord channel. It's like, if you win after hedging, we'll say you put $500 down. So now you're $1,000 plus 500. Now you're $1,500 committed. Right. But you're not guaranteed anything. Correct. So you could, you could dig yourself into a monster hole trying to right. hedge. Can't do it. 
And then you never win. Then you're not winning it back. The only time you can really hedge when it's like head to head, right? When you know it's either I win this or I win that. Yeah. I mean, it's all what your, your risk tolerance is and what you want to invest in this and stuff. But I mean, you know, we got people coming at us um, and stuff and talking about, you know, making this an offer to buy the entry, to buy the, you know, offer to partner up, guaranteeing some money. There's all kind of options. I mean, there's all, I've reached, I've reached out to a couple of people that I really respect to get exactly what, uh, what Justin should do. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I wouldn't, what was I going to, I'm going to bet 500 tonight on the Cardinals, like money line, hoping that it loses. Like, what am I going to do? Be this close to an opportunity to win $6 million and be happy that I, I got my money back, my investment. Cause you know, Justin split it with, you know, it like, like me and you splitting an entries, a thousand dollars, me and you a nickel each. Yeah. I'm going to go to the sports book and want to th- throw up in my mouth, collecting the dime. I bet 500 to win another 500. I want to, I want to, what am I going to do? Like, I don't, the emotions of the thing is so high because I'm telling you, man, it's so hard to get this close to this opportunity ever again in your life, ever again. So I don't want to put it on anybody. It's I don't one want to, game. I don't what make, on. what oh. makes this so interesting to me is that football is once a week. It's one pick. It's one team. Yeah. So you spend the entire week staring at the board and it can become paralysis oh, by analysis because you're just staring at the board going, fucking worse. who's going to win? <laughs> who's going to win? And you're fucking sitting worse. there going back and forth, back and forth. And I had sent the injury report to Justin when him and his partner were sitting down to have a conversation about what they were going to take on Thursday. And they were doing it just as I sent him the injury report and said, look, Burks is out for the Titans. When he left the game the week before with a concussion, their offense did nothing throwing the football. And that's where they traded when they traded AJ Brown. That's where they said they elevated him to the number one wideout spot without him. They can't move the football. It's like, you guys can't take the Titans. It's like, Great timing is like I needed one more piece of evidence to say why we weren't taking the Titans. He's like, now we're definitely not taking the Titans. I'm like, good. I'm like, do not take the Titans. They are a bad play, divisional play. Stay far, far away from it. But now money is coming in on the Patriots. This number has gone from two or one and a half to two to two and a half. How high does this number close? Do we get to three tonight? Well, it, I mean, it's just like it's just like the the Lions and the Vikings game yesterday, right? Like we knew what the line was. They're waiting. Now they're trying to see, you know, there's one group that believes that the Patriots is the side and they've they've announced their presence with authority and pushed this thing up. The books are going, oh, we don't want to go to three. We don't, we don't want to go to three. Do we want to go to three? I don't know. When are we going to go to three? Somebody's going to go to three. I don't know. Should we go to three? Look around. Look, there are two and a half. There are two and a half. Let's go to three now. Somebody might bounce it at three immediately. They're 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 bringing the Brinks trucks in with bags and taking the three. I hope New England is the right side. Detroit was the right side yesterday, pretty much from jump. I hope the Patriots is the right side for Justin and Vermont for us. I think we're going to know pretty early. God damn it. I, I Can we just get like 28 nothing Patriots? Like, I don't want to have to. I feel like I'm sweating this for $6 million It's not for, happening. For this it, guy. It's not going to be. Your, it, it, I think can you'll we know. Can we just blow them out? I don't think so. I doubt it. I think you'll know. Pat, 
I think you'll know if the Patriots are live to win the game or not pretty early, because if they can't move the football early at their offense, I don't think Kingsbury's got the chops to beat Belichick X's and O's, but Kyler Murray is such a difference maker on the field and you have Hopkins that tandem, like the Patriots are going to have to score points today. I don't think they're going to shut down the Cardinals and hold the 10 points tonight. Pat's offense is going to have to move the football, run the ball at this Cardinals defensive front. They've not been great this year defensively, so they've got to be able to move the ball. If they do, they're live to win the game. If they come out and it's three and out and punt in the first series, I'm going to go, oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, this is going to be hand-wringing Jets, Patriots, 9-3 type of Oh, no, I can't. I don't, I don't want to even – don't say that. I don't want that pain. <laughs> I don't Pats or off the mini buy played last Thursday. They had some right. extra time. So set up perfect. perfect ain't it? All, Belichick awful loss. Another one that's perfect. Belichick against Kingsbury. Another. I mean, there's all these ATS stats and information trends and whatnot that are coming out here to support the Patriots here with this. But you know, the Pats have a two and a half point number. It was one and a half. Now it was a two and a half. Last night, I just said, forget it. I'm betting money line. I don't want to play around. I'm just going to ride with what Justin needs. So I came in on money line Patriots. And I, I, I look at this game and it's so important because the Dolphins just lost. The Jets just lost. This is big for the Patriots. If the, if the Pats want to be in the postseason, this right. has almost become a must win game. Like it's all set up perfectly for this. There's one big problem. <laughs> Our boy Trent needs this <laughs> for his 16 parlay. Trent ain't watching our show, but I love Trent. He ain't even returning my calls. I hope All he right, didn't forget where he came from, but he owes you a lot. He's a, he's a big mush. He's better not mush. mush this. He's had three bets. Three, he calls it the surgical six. He yeah. said six, six parlays. Or three 16 parlays killed, one by the Bruins, one by the Celtics, one by UMass. <laughs> Here come the Patriots. Please, I saw it this morning and I was like, son of a. I, I wrote to him, like, dude, if you do this, like, if you're the kiss of death on this, I'm going to be ferociously mad. Man. Like, <laughs> this can't happen. Like, this has, there's too many people who need this game now. It's pissing me off. Patriots money line. Oh, I'm. I, I I got a knot in my stomach. I'm not doing anything tonight. I'm like I'm not. I'm not like people be like, where? No, I'm. I'm a home. I'm watching this game. I'm ordering wings. I'm sitting and watching every snap of this game, and I am praying. Forget my bet. I don't care. I, I'm all in for right. Justin to get this thing through because if it goes through, we're under 30 people left. He has a one in either 28 or 29. There's some question about how many he's going head to head against another competitor yeah somebody's going to be eliminated one person's <laughs> getting called out tonight one's out either the cardinals guy or our guy with the patriots one of the two i'd rather be sit with the patriots personally than sit with the cardinals I, I it's kind of i'm shocked somebody's riding with the cardinals you don't have a better option than the cardinals in this game at home what do you yeah okay i get it real contrarian somebody picked the jaguars in their survivor pool you run out of teams to use in this thing the hell of a play pick the Jags against the Titans Woof. how about that that's a call uh it's a good one but I hope it wasn't like to save the Titans later 
Like, you know, yeah, you don't want to. I mean, but you got to see who's who's taken and who's not. Like, we now have a list. Justin was able to give you the list, and we yep. we put it on the show. And we went through it. So I have, I have the list on a note, on a piece of paper right by my my thing, and I'm not looking ahead. I mean, I I already looked. At we the can. For tomorrow. He can't, but we can. Or, yeah, I mean, for next week, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday. I already looked at the lines. Did you see the line for the Patriots in in Vegas next week? Yep. Three. Let's pick. Oh, those three. Let's pick. Oh. Yeah. There's a couple books that have a difference of opinion, one on top, one on the bottom, but it's pick. What do you think the line is if the Patriots win today? Three? Who? Patriots win? Patriots minus three? three? Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. Oh, it'll be it'll be just under three. If you're giving me under three, Belichick versus Josh McDaniels in a game the Patriots need and the Braid and the Raiders don't, and the Patriots are going to stay out west. I don't know. You talk about coming out of retirement. I, you think I, it's I might, that easy? I might advocate a pretty large bet oh, <laughs> if, if that. Really? Oh man, I don't know. I I just I know. That we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go get that Raider money. You better go get it in a hurry because, like after after last week, I don't know what the hell's going on with that team. But there Dolphins go zero and two on the West Coast swing. Yep. Patriots go two and zero on the West Coast swing, and the Patriots are right where they want to be. They didn't go anything yet. What are you talking about? Well, I think Patriots win tonight. God, I hope so. Aside from everything, aside from everything else, I, I mean, I, I I we took the Patriots regardless of Justin. I was taking the Patriots. Yeah, anyway. we got the yeah. Patriots in a contest. I was, yeah, both contests. I thought it was one of the yeah, best that, five. I yeah. thought it was the, 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 the one of the best is, five. I, I look like I've been running wrong a lot. But when you watch this play out and how it's going, and the Patriots in December against Cliff Kingsbury, who sucks in December against that defense, where the Patriots know that in, in some ways they control their own destiny because they've got big opportunities oh. here. Yeah. Down the stretch with their schedule, so they need these next. They two play games. everybody in the division one more time, right? Uh, at least, yes. Yep. Yeah. No, not the Jets. They play Dolphins and the Bills. Oh, they don't. They're done they with beat the, the Jets? Jets. Yeah, they beat them twice. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They play Cardinals and Raiders on the road. Bengals at home on Christmas Eve, which is a hell of a game in Foxborough on Christmas Eve. And I'm not going to be home for it. I'm going to bummed. I fly the next day. And then the Dolphins at home on New Year's Day. And then at the Bills, last game of the year, which will not matter for Buffalo. And they probably play nobody. And the Patriots, they might play just to keep the Patriots out. They might play, you know, for a half or something. But the Patriots are going to have maybe need that game to get into the postseason. The Bills. Probably won't care about it. Did the Bills have a one-game lead right now on overall? I think, I think they more. only have a one-game lead. I think it's but the head-to-head gives them more. They have a Bills have a two-game lead in the loss column and the head to and the split with more because they beat the Dolphins, right? Yeah, they split with them, right? Over to Chiefs for home field. Oh, for home field. They may have to play for home field. <laughs> Um, well, they play Dolphins next week. Okay, Bills are at, at home again. So that's bad news for the Dolphins. Yikes. They're going to lose that game. Um, 
for the playoff situation, the Bills currently have they're they're tied. They're both ten and three. Yeah. So they, they have they have the tiebreak win the over beat them. Yeah, right. they have the tiebreak. So they need so. they finish tied. Uh, and then the Ravens are nine and four, and so are the Bengals. How so they the might, hell are the Ravens nine and four? They might need it, but they might not. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to guess they're going to need it the way it's going because them and the Chiefs will be tied, right? Possible. You know, if, if they win out. Yeah. So I mean, it's, oh. it, 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 but I mean that's four weeks from now, so it's a way, yeah. it's a way. But yep. you just start to see it kind of play out. The Patriots these next two games. At six and six, you know, they're competing with the Dolphins, with the Chargers, with the yep. Jets, you know, to get in. So the wild card teams right now are Bengals, Dolphins, Chargers. The Patriots will play two of those three teams to come still. They win tonight. They're seven and six. They've got, uh, they most, they'll jump the Jets because they beat the Jets twice. And the Patriots, they lost to the Chargers, right? Who? They didn't play them. Patriots didn't play the Chargers. No. So that's didn't play the Chargers. So they'll have to look at the the a, a different tie break with LA for them. But we get to get to the Chargers here in, in, in a little bit. But it's going to be, I mean, the Dolphins can miss the playoffs. What the guys in the chat um that everybody's here. I don't know. I didn't see Shelly yet here. She's here because Shelly's our resident one female, it feels like. <laughs> Go fire in, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, one of the two or both, but also put in your AFC championship matchup in there right now. That what you think it is, because there's a lot of people putting in their Super Bowl matchup. We'll get to the NFC here in a bit. Right now we're focused on the AFC. It's gonna we're be Bengals Eagles. In the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a bummer. I'm actually not gonna be happy about it. Wow. I mean, Ohio goes legal and their team goes to the Super Bowl. Look out. <laughs> the Bengals were in it last year. They're going to repeat? No, they lost last year. They'll win it this year. They're going back to the Super Bowl. Mm, seen it before. We've seen teams do that. Lose it one year, win it the next. Yep. Get the experience, get the knowledge, get the feel for it, and then go into it. And then the Eagles will lose it because it's their first time. Sirianni's first time. Here come the here come the the first two boys in the chat, PB and Vinny Konowinski, both put KC Cincy, KC Cincy rematch. I can see it. Yeah, I can. I can yeah. see it. I'm, I'm still look. I, you saw it yesterday with the chiefs though. That defense can be got that. Eh. They were up 27, nothing and didn't cover the spread. That was lost the game outright. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It was lost. I mean, I, I really wonder if Wilson doesn't get his noggin knocked off. Maybe he plays and they win. <laughs> so 20, 27, nothing. And you don't cover the spread in the NFL. Is that a bad beat? Is that, is that kind of a bad beat? I mean, like you got to be thinking, whoo, we're out. I mean, just play him even from here. 27, nothing. We can even, we don't even have to play him even. They can outscore us seven. They can outscore us 10. We're still going to cover. No problem. They stopped scoring. They got one more touchdown. Had to hold on to win the game. That's unacceptable for me for the championship team. You got to get ahead like you did, like San Francisco. San and Francisco then, punished Tampa. I just don't know if I want to trust Brock Purdy to beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. Hold on, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Just saying. I mean, that's uh, that's my question. I think the Niners are the best team right now. If Brock Purdy plays like that, best team in football. 
but I don't know if I want to trust Purdy on the road in an NFC championship game against Jalen Hurts, who is playing the best, best football of his life right now in that environment. Like Purdy's played in some tough places, but the link in January in the NFC championship game is a whole different level. Ain't no harder than Iowa Kinnick. He was same thing. I think he lost there when he played at Kinnick, by the way. <laughs> I think he lost. Think I would say he lost it's, at Kinnick. it's all the same. As far it is as not like, all the same. That is not the, the truth. I disagree with you entirely. I've seen games. What do you both. mean? Once you get on a field, they have nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter. Nope. The link is Philadelphia fans are crazy. Hawkeye fans are loud. Iowa fans it, aren't. One, there's more people at the link. And two, they're not as drunk. How much more? What are you talking about? Oh, dude, I'm telling you. Philadelphia will, people are crazy. That tailgate is nuts with the Eagles. NFL games in college. How many games, games you've been to in Philadelphia? Two. At Lincoln Financial Field? Yes. It's all the same. I disagree. It's, I've been on the field for Kinnick. Never been on the field at, at the link. But Kinnick's loud. But I would say the link is louder. It's a harder place to play. It's a more intimidating place to play. These guys are pros. That don't matter. Is Purdy a pro? He's baby-faced 22-year-old. It was impressive, man. <laughs> but the, don't, when you got that defense, you got those dogs yeah, just getting after Kittle. guys and stuff. I'm more worried about San Francisco and Debo. Yeah, it's bad. That was nasty. It's an ankle, though, at least. It's the only benefit. It's an ankle. Oh, it's not that's the what knee, we're told. So. Well, I think it, it, it the way where they were, where, I mean, yeah, we, I guess only doctors know, but they're, they're reporting it as being an ankle at the moment yeah. for, for him. And maybe he comes back for later. He's done for the regular season. That's guaranteed. But maybe late in the playoffs, maybe seven, eight weeks from now, maybe he plays. Have him, you know, on, on one leg. We saw Tariq Hill play on one leg last night and did pretty well for a while <laughs> with, with that. So Bear Mullins just came in and said, Eagles over Bills, the curse continues. Yes, very possible. hundred percent possible. But the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles winning it again in the wake of, of everything that's happened around the franchise would be really impressive. Be validating for a lot of people in the front office, you know, for the Howie Roseman's of the world and whatnot to to, to kind of sit there and say, I told you when they wanted to run Sirianni, they wanted to run Jalen Hurts. And right now, FYI, by the way, Whitruck came in and said the, the uh, capacity of Kinnick is more than the link. It is those sixty-five yeah. and sixty. Um, what's what's Kenny's capacity now? It was sixty when I was there. Wow, this a damn just said. Look at these juicy AFC matchups. If the season ended today, oh yeah, Bills have a bye. Look at this: Chargers at Chiefs after last night. That's an interesting. That's a super interesting game. The Dolphins at the Ravens. Yeah. And the Bengals at the Titans. What are you guys talking about? 71,000 for the link, 69,000 for Kinnick. It's the same, boys. I'm a high counselor. What number? Mr. Numbers, man. Which is bigger, 71,000 or 69,000? Yeah, Whitrock, if you're going to come in and say that shit, you got to be right. (laughs) I give you you credit. You got to be fucking right. God almighty. Link is more. Although 69 is more than I thought at Kinnick. I thought they've added seats. 2,000. It's 2,000 people. It's the same. Um, if the Cowboys beat the Bills in the Super Bowl, Cowboys are not terrible. going to the Super Bowl. We rolling them out. My boy Grunk did a Grunk spike on their head pregame and was dead right. Dead right. What did he o- say? Overrated Cowboys, inflated, dangerous team to back. They're gonna get beat. Don't do the little things. 
Texans nearly beat them Way on their too home many field. Penalties. Texans almost beat them on their home field. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, they take, they, they, they take 17 and a half point home favorites and they barely won. I don't know what to make of that team. I don't like the Cowboys. I don't like Dak. I haven't for a long time. I would not be backing them. I'm not worried about the Cowboys. How about that? I'm not concerned about them. Pause football for one second because I yep. want to get to get to because this is a huge topic from the weekend. Yep. We've talked a lot about James Krause. We've talked a lot about what's going on in the investigations into the UFC. A lot of our listeners are UFC gamblers like myself. They enjoy betting on the UFC. Over the weekend. Patty Pimlet's fight. We don't need to go into the fight. Not everyone saw it, but just know that pretty much anyone who watched the fight, who has seen fights in the past, believes that Patty Pimlet lost the fight, went to a decision. Dana White has said long time, said it again on Saturday night here in Vegas. Don't let it go to the cards and the fight, blah, blah, blah. Brett Okamoto is a pretty established dude at ESPN. Called it, quote, a robbery. Pretty much anybody who I knew, know, seen Twitter, talked to, whatever. Robbery, theft, two rounds to one or three rounds to zero. Patty Pimlet did not win this fight. This comes on the heels of the fact that Ontario and other other places in Canada are no longer taking wagers because of the investigation by the FBI into fight fixing. Alberta's taking them again, by the way. Oh, they turned it back on. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Was that an overreaction in your mind to shut it off? I mean, unless they know something no one else does. You know, it's okay. just uh, not the only ones doing it. Let's put it that way. Okay. Dana White was asked after the fights on Saturday night about what is going on into the investigation into fight fixing. And Dana White didn't confirm it, but pretty much got right to the line by saying what's going to happen to people who are involved in fight fixing federal prison to quote him directly. Federal fucking prison is what he said is going to happen to those people who are involved. Wow. Okay. This is Dave, David Payne Purnham's tweet. And I totally agree. The UFC is becoming a case study on what happens when the perception of the integrity of a sport is tarnished by a betting controversy. This is real now. You've got people, the UFC, combat sports forever have always had this question. It's why I've talked about Canelo Alvarez can't lose a decision here in Vegas for his belts. It's not going to happen. That there's been some nefarious things going on with referees, either influenced by the crowd or influenced by money, influenced by where they are, whatever it might be. That the company wants a certain thing to happen, or the 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 money fighter, the Floyd Mayweather, the the, the Conor McGregor fighter, the guy who's got all the eyeballs. Patty Pimlet is a money fighter. They needed him on a UFC debut. They needed that guy to win. And he did. He won. It wasn't the only fight on the card, by the way, that was very questionable. People had a big time problem. But isn't it a really easy jump that when you have a betting controversy that all of a sudden you just go up, it was fixed. I've been saying this around this sports for, for decades. You see these penalties and different times and all this stuff and all these sports. It's just, it's a lot easier to say it about the UFC because they don't have the protection. And then they got the guy at the top saying, 
you're going to go to jail if you're fixing this stuff. Okay. <laughs> he, 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 he said, okay. not jail. He goes, you're not going to go to jail. You're going to go yeah. to federal prison. Yeah. He goes, there's not enough money involved. If you're dumb enough to do this, you're going to get caught and you're going to get thrown in jail. But I mean, this is where we are right now in terms of one gambling in America, sports betting in America. The UFC has an official sports book. There are odds. Our guy, John Anik, does a read and a commercial every pay-per-view Every card. fight. Every fight. He's doing a read. Every doing fight during the event. They live odds are popping up. Live odds are popping up on the screen. Here's they encourage where you the gambling. They're they encouraging it, it, talking about it, pushing it. Sure. And now we've got the potential for, I mean, if James Krause goes to jail, I mean. <laughs> James Krause isn't going to jail. Okay. I mean, he's, he was just made an example of it. Would the fighters just, go to jail? Is an excuse. Well, I don't know. The fighters should be paid more, shouldn't they? Oh, that's a different topic, but yes, 100%. Yeah, if they paid the fighters more, they wouldn't need to bet. Fair. You know? I mean, it's it's everybody's got to have a hustle when they don't get what they should probably be getting. But don't you, you think the, the UFC will, will want to throw the book at somebody? Will want the FBI to throw the book at somebody? Well, just like the NFL did with Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it scary for everybody else to even think about doing it. It's more a deterrent than it is a punishment. Did you know if you work for the NFL, regardless of your position, if you work for an NFL team, you can't sports bet on anything? Uh-huh. I didn't know that, that. You think that applies? I mean, players, the, C, the, the Players Association has put it in there that they can gamble on non-NFL events. Of course. If you work for an NFL team, you can't. Of course. You can't even be seen in a sports book. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I was like, wait, well, I, I I met a guy. How would weekend. you know anybody that works for the NFL if you were in the book with me? I would have no idea. But I'm just saying that, that rules. In, I didn't, didn't realize that rule was in place. But the, that rules stated, are, the rules are in rules only. Unless they're it, coming in wearing a shield or a yellow jacket that says NFL on the lapel like they give yeah. the NFL. Hall the guy of I was with wouldn't go I near the book. The guy that I, I met know. over the weekend, he, he, he wouldn't go. To, he's like, it's a bummer. He's like, he's like, I can't go near the book because I can't even go in it. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I work for the, I work for a team. I'm like, you work for it. Yeah. So you just go bet on the UFC fights. He's like, I can't even be in the book. It's, we're not allowed. You work for a team. You can't even be in a book. Yeah. I know. It's like, yeah, but players can. He was like, yeah, they have a good PA. We don't. <laughs> That's what I mean. There's no, meeting. we don't, you know, but his wife can. No. He told me, he told me even his wife couldn't. Well, I mean, listen, people get, told a lot of, people get told a lot of things. <laughs> right. That's what but they tell him. Letter so of the law. Him, his wife, anyone he is, knows, his yep. friends, whose friends' friends. You can't go in a sports book. Nope, nope, nope. Can't do it. They're all hypocritical and full of shit is what they are. Um, you got to police your own house a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, and Dana's listen. Dana's Dana. He's the he's the head of the whole thing. Yeah, he can fix it really easy. Pay the fighters what they're worth. I mean, they may, if they're making all the money, listen. You don't need to bet. If you're making a million dollars, whatever your number is, what's the ten thousand you're putting on the side on your fight? Why right, so do you he, even so, take the bet? So let me let me play that out for a second. The undercard fighters are essentially the XFL of the UFC, right? You can bet on the XFL. XFL players are making about thirty to sixty thousand dollars for the season. Mm. 
would be advantageous for them. How do you stop it? Do you pay well, XFL still, guys? I mean, it still has to just be executed. You know, we had Sean Patrick Griffin on talking about getting to Donahue and officials and all this other he stuff. Sent me a funny DM today, actually. Same with me. That's okay, what I was good. thinking of him. <laughs> I love Sean. He's a good dude. Um, and Sean says that Donahue's full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, him talking about all this stuff and what he did and all these other things. Or it says, says he didn't do, but he might have. Right. It's a comedy of errors, a lot mm-hmm. of it. I don't know how these guys in the XFL would fix games. Be interesting. I mean, I've heard stories about guys fixing basketball games for years. Right. So lower level college basketball games. And all of it. It's, you know, it, it's, it's the funny. Mac, the MAC conference from back when I was in Pittsburgh. I mean, this mm-hmm. is in the late 80s. People were talking about games and stuff being fixed forever. I don't know if it's true or not. I know we booked the Mac games differently when I was in Vegas. We had to. There were just lines and explanations of bets. This was all before it was legal everywhere else. Right. Made this whole thing legal or put it in other states. Be careful what you wish for, man. There's a lot. I mean, the, the UFC is experiencing it right now. They have to figure out. Put it this way. You like... Would you even consider betting on the Jake Paul fights? No, I think I did once. The first one, I think I did. And that's it. I haven't and ever that, since. And that feels as fixed as could possibly be. 100%. Anderson Silva fight was fixed. I, I, firm, <laughs> I firmly believe Anderson Silva, that fight was fixed. <laughs> I've, seen, I mean. I've seen an unbelievable TikTok breakdown from a, pro, from a former <laughs> pro boxer. Unbelievable step by step as to like what happened in that fight and how it happened so fast that the average person didn't see it. But I am firmly in the camp that yes, that was that was a dive. Yes. It's you know, so you make the decision. One, it's one thing to even bet on it, but two, do you even consume it? That's the bigger problem that I think the UFC has to worry about forget about the people betting on it again 10 to 20 percent of the population bets Mm -hmm. if the people stop watching and stop paying attention to the event or to your your sport you're dead well look let's go back to the beginning of all this right let's go back to judge landis and go back to the commissioner's office that was that was created by major league baseball to instill public trust in baseball that we saw what happened with the gamblers and we saw obviously a gigantic public outcry that baseball players were taking money from gamblers to throw the world series. And thus everybody had to pay for it. And so what did they do? They threw shoeless Joe Jackson out, even though his numbers were great. They took the eight players that they thought all were involved in the scheme and they banned them for life. Judge Landis came in, set up a bunch of rules. I'm here. I'm the guy who's going to answer all the questions. We're going to get rid of all these ugly gamblers, all this awfulness. What's what's been going on? I mean, sports are going to have to have these conversations with themselves as to what are we going to do when and if these problems do arise? Because Dana was like, look, it's the FBI. It's not me. They'll come to me. They're not telling me anything. When the FBI finishes their investigation, I'm going to find out. But what I've heard is that they're going to federal prison that if you fix a fight, you're going to go to federal prison. They're going to come at you. I'm assuming the UFC, Major League Baseball, the NFL, don't be the first one is what I'm going to say. You get caught first, you're going away. You're Shoeless Joe, you're Pete Rose. They're going to make an example out of you. 
and you're going to spend a lot of time in jail. Uh, they'll get a good lawyer. They'll stay out of jail. They'll just, you know, pay whatever and make it go away and agree to. I don't know. Get if out it's, of if it's the first big one and they have factual evidence of it. Well, if they have factual evidence, then that's a whole nother thing. You're only good as what you can prove. Right. Right. Yeah. So you need a fighter um, to flip. You need one of the guys involved in the fight. Say, yeah, they paid me to th- throw this fight or have a paper trail of like, how did this $200,000 appear in your bank account overnight? How did you, how did this happen? You would need some type of legit. And that's what they're doing right now. They're trying to put it together so they can have, I mean, the federal government, as we all know, when they press charges, their conviction rate is like 95%. So if James Krause gets arrested federally for fixing a fight, pretty good odds he's, he's, he's going to be get convicted. How long he serves, I guess that's up to debate. But I mean, this is you don't want to mess around with the federal government on this stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, it's it's uh, it's really interesting to see how different places and different people in different positions are talking about this. And I don't know for fans are of, mad that the, 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 the most the fans are mad to at, your point of the UFC worrying about fan bases, turning it off. Fans are becoming more and more frustrated and whether it's true or not. And this is what David, David Payne Purdom is talking about. It's a case study in the perception. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. Everything may be totally on the level. You may just have a couple of three blind mice judges. Don't, don't know what the hell they're doing. But the perception, now that the gambling is so prevalent, the perception is there's a problem. There's definitely. I didn't watch it, so I didn't see it myself. I love to watch the fights because I score the fights myself. I used to have to do it in a room, you know, so I could adjust whatever I needed to adjust for next fight. Like I say, shit, I watched that fight. That guy shouldn't have won that fight. He can't be minus 150. I'll make it minus 130, you know, something like that. I didn't see the fight. So until I see the fight, I can't make a judgment. But a lot of people's opinion that I respect and trust with this stuff said there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that that guy won that fight. And then after the fight, then the main event they said was even worse. Patty's a bigger star. So he's got, he's a co-main. He's the lightning rod. Patty comes out of the octagon, jumps into the arms of Barstool Sports, then goes to Dana and says, pay me the fight of the night bonus, which is 50K. And like you just, Patty had just gone on Dana White's podcast a week and a half before. And you just start to see like without Connor, who is coming back, but you don't have a marquee superstar globally right now. Wait, Connor's going to fight again? Yeah, Connor fights. Connor went back into the USADA pool. Connor will fight in early 2023. I think it's March. He's He'll, he'll be fighting in 23. Wow. Um, so he'll be back. So you, you have him coming back. Um and that's, you know, that's good news. At some point, we're going to see the heavyweight debut for John Jones, the, the, but they're lacking it right now. It is a starved sport for a global superstar, right. for somebody to step up. If you Adesanya just lost his belt, so he's no longer a belt holder. So, like, you can see why the company would be so heavily invested in Patty to make him into something. But if he loses, then all of a sudden the game's up. And that's why people on Twitter are like, you know, people I love and respect <laughs> pro gamblers here in town are like, 
I wouldn't put your money on the UFC. Right. Don't touch it. It's completely and totally not trustworthy. When you get the outcomes like the main event and the outcome of what happens in the co-main, people start to ask questions and you start to see some validity to the argument of like, what are we doing here? And the apathy is the word. Did that happen with boxing? I mean, it happened a hundred percent. Yeah. And, but, you know, and like, but there's no one villain in boxing. The UFC has got one villain. They've got one owner. Right. Well, I mean, for a long time, I think Don King was a, a villain in boxing lore per se, but when it looks like the judges cards are pre-filled out <laughs> before the fight, when you watch the fight and nothing that you see on the card is, is justified or like one or two of the rounds, like, Okay, like they could have a difference of opinion there, but six rounds of the 12 or you had for this guy, you know, that's what happened to boxing. And I love boxing. I just, again, we'll, we could go back and forth with it. I don't know what the solution is. I still think, you know, public scoring where you have to put it up oh, right that. there when you see it. Everyone There's two in the solutions in scoring. Knows. Right. The one is lie is open scoring. So everyone knows where, where everyone is. That's one solution. I like fighters, that. corner guys, announcers, and fans watching in a person and at home. Agreed. I want that. People say that that would not help, but I think it would. The other is to why take wouldn't it help, P. Roll? The pushback, I'm on your side, but the pushback to having live scoring not being available is that you would influence the way the fight would go. So if you knew you lost a fight, you would fight different or lost a round. You would fight differently in round two than you would have maybe another, another time. So if you lose round one, oh no, I lost the first round. Fighters are told by their corners whether they lost or not, but sometimes it's psychological. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Or you're down two rounds to none. Go get a knockout. You have to go. And so the fighter's going to come out there swinging like crazy and maybe taking damage I prefer it personally. I think it's transparent. People think the judges would then be yelled at and would be criticized and yelled and, and you know, fans would see it as 2-0. The scoreboard would pop up and they'd be like, you moron, how the hell do you score that for that guy? That's horrible. And so judges would then be subjected to being ridiculed in real time for their scorecard. I solved that by I think judges need to be put in essentially a box with no sound and no broadcast and just watch the TV feed of the fight because sometimes there's they're where they are. They miss stuff because your octagon side, you don't see everything where camera angles see different. Of course moves. And so like, so and in a different fight and the crowd influence and the crowd can influence you because if you think there's a lot of damage coming and there actually isn't and everyone's yelling and screaming about, Oh my gosh, there's going to be a, a, you know, a, a rear naked choke and it's high, it's not deep at all, and there's no real danger to worry about, well, then maybe you're getting influenced by the control time or, or the damage done. The other problem, and this is what Patty Pimlet said after the fight, he was like, look at my face, look at his fight, his, you know, damage is the difference. I, I've been on the wrong side of this a lot, where I've thought a fighter has dominated in a variety of different ways in takedowns and control time, and yet they get clipped a couple of times, and so the damage is the difference. And that, I think, that language about scoring off of damage also needs to be addressed. It's a little bit inside school with UFC, but I, I really don't like that because Patty makes, makes a point. He's like, he's more banged up than I am. So that's why I won the fight, which is not actually, in, in my opinion, the truth. So right now the UFC has got a crisis 
I, I would call it a crisis and Dana White acknowledging it both to ESPN and after the fight on Saturday night tells me that just the fact that he's talking about this publicly, that this is, this is something they've got to address and kind of nip it in the bud. Eh, I mean, Dana says a lot of crazy stuff. He I don't does. know if they got it. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that jump boys in the chat did a good job here, putting out different scenarios. Uh, Jason Shockley said, if you're down 21, nothing in the NFL, you know how to change the game plan. Fair. Why not fighting? You know, Fair. it's, it's three nothing a little in the harder first inning. It's a five round fight or a three round fight. So it's a little difficult, but boxing I've always been a big proponent for because if you're down seven rounds to two going into the 10th round, you know what you got to do for the next three rounds. Like, you know, you have no choice or next two rounds. You have to go for a knockout. Like you should know that going in that, Hey, I got, I'm, I'm either a knockout or I'm going to lose. Cause it's a longer, there's more rounds. Isn't that better than the, the corner telling you of a story? hundred like, percent. Like I, I would. Corner's I, been telling the, I don't want to know Daniel Cormier. I've never been in a UFC fight, never been in a pro UFC fight. Daniel Cormier has obviously Cormier is against it. He thinks it would not fix things. He thinks it would be bad for a fighter to know where he or she stands with the scorecards. I, I don't know. I, I think it would be, great. I know it would make for, from the book standpoint, it would make it impossible to do totals anymore because oh, if it's three, nothing right after in a five round fight, I know I got to knock the guy out. I lose the fourth or I don't knock him out. Maybe I win. Now I know I have to knock him out in the fifth. I may say, fuck it. I don't want to go get hit anymore. I just, I won't come off the chair. That's the other, or you spend the whole round running. You know, you lost. You just, you you spend just the whole round running or you, you just don't get the other just, guy. Yeah. The other guys. I mean, like it, it, so in that respect, it kind of does change the fight. I'll buy that. But I mean, you know, the score when you've, when you play other sports. So I don't know. I, I just, I enjoy the hype of the sport. I enjoy boxing and UFC events. I don't want to see the controversy. <laughs> I, I love combat sports. I love betting on combat I sports. I love it. watching combat sports. I'm very concerned. I am very concerned yeah. about what's going on right now. And perception is reality. Even if there's no real big problem for perception is reality. And it's a company that's, you know, a very public, very, well, a lot of very powerful and, 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 and wealthy people are now tied with Endeavor into the UFC. Yeah. It's, this is not what you want. Okay. Uh, back to football. Yep. We're talking about the Bengals earlier. Yep. What do you make of the Bengals winning, covering, getting Joe Burrow's first win over the Browns and Jason Watson looks awful. I mean, we thought he might look bad, but everyone's like big leap from week one to week two. Eh, not so much. <laughs> he looks like a really rusty quarterback. <sighs> exactly what we thought. I mean, I don't know. It's exactly what I thought. I would say I think number crashed on Sunday morning. A lot of rhombuses and parallelograms run the Browns. A lot of them (laughs) happens. They run all the dogs. They run all the dogs over the weekend. Um, And it happens. It was, I don't think it was the right side ever from what I saw of the game. My takeaway from the game is more not on how bad the Browns are. It's how good the Bengals are. I would agree with that. The Bengals are, I mean, the Bengals aren't going anywhere. They're going to be around. They're going to be As there. long as they stay healthy. But yes, I would agree. 
That's everybody, right? At this point. Well, for them, though, the offensive line, if that line does not stay healthy, they're going to have big problems. They have fixed that offensive line, and Joe Burrow has really taken advantage of the time he's getting to throw the football. And they did that without Tyler Boyd. They did that without um, one other wide receiver who I'm blanking. Higgins Chase. played. No, Chase played. But somebody else, I forget, yesterday who was out. And they just, I mean, mix and ran the ball effectively. And then Burrow and Chase just have this unbelievable chemistry that is unguardable. Did you see that dart that he threw in the middle of the double coverage for Chase's touchdown? Like Burrow's, he's got it. Had it at LSU, has it there, has it. I don't know. A lot of people think that since he's, uh, you know, been the beneficiary of some luck as well. Uh, Perry Udakis oh, no. just came in there and said, "Luck box Cincinnati." Oh no, are they the new Vikings? <laughs> I don't the know, Johnny the new- P. The luck box Cincy, Johnny P. You know how I feel about their coach. So, yeah, you yeah. didn't like that guy last year all the way to the Super Bowl. You didn't like. Him. I don't like him now. <laughs> they win despite Zach Taylor, not because of Zach Taylor. But I look. It's hard to argue with that team. You want to say it's lucky. You want to say it's fortuitous bounces. You want to say whatever. They were without Jamar Chase for four weeks. Best wide out in the game. And they right now are right where they want to be tied for the division. Uh, Jimmy Jack with 4K said it was Boyd and Higgins. We're both hurt for Cincinnati. Thank you. So Higgins didn't play. Yeah. So yeah, and they went and beat the Browns. <laughs> without Bengals those better than the Vikings? Yes. Yeah. Vikings, Adam Thielen has taken a step. I mean, I know he's got, he caught a touchdown yesterday, but I mean, if you can do a good job of limiting Jefferson, they don't really have much like, I don't know. The running game's got to go. How do you do a good job of limiting Jefferson? He's a man. He's good. God, he's insane. 200 yards receiving, but it's almost like you can let him get his and be like, okay, yeah, you can get, you can get yours. Right. Your defense is not good enough to really slow anybody down consi- you know, consistently if your offense is good. And Jared Goff's playing really well right now. It's, I mean, it's it's hard to argue. The Lions are very live to make the playoffs. Gotta be something. They're very live. Everyone was looking to fire Dan Campbell. He may have these dudes in the playoffs. I mean, they could have. I think they're on the record if if, because Dan Campbell Lions were hard knocks this year, right? Not last year, right? This year. If they make the playoffs, they'd be the, the first team ever to be on hard knocks and make it make the, the season in the same yeah. season. Oh, man. Be fun. I told you the Lions been my team since I've been a little kid for the NFC because uh, of Billy Sims back in the day. Uh, I love the color. I love the, the team. I love watching them. Uh, Campbell doing it his way. Mm. And it taking time to get everybody on that page, working together, success things starting to happen where they weren't happening before. Right. You know, how many games did they lose at the end of the game last year, even the beginning of this year? It's fun to see. They're they're fun to watch. Uh, It'll be an amazing story if they made the playoffs. Eagles. Annihilated the Giants. We talked about that a bit already, but Jalen Hurts is now finally, finally the odds on favor to win the MVP. Yeah. I mean, 
took a yeah. long time folks to finally buy into what this cat's been doing, but he has been unreal. Giants got cut apart yesterday. First three drives right down the field, 21, nothing. Um, <laughs> I did the hit this morning with Ben Scott Stevens on the morning after we, we put up the odds and he goes, why did it take this long? I said, one, because nobody bets it. It's oh. it's a it's a low volume thing. So for somebody to come in and say, I want to bet this to win five thousand or whatever to actually move the number, okay, doesn't happen that often because it's voted on. Yep. So it's hard yep. to you know take volume on that stuff. But second of all, odds makers are stubborn. Mm. They don't believe in the Eagles. Been mm. talking about this for weeks. <laughs> what else do they gotta do? They win. Are we uh, are we good here? We're bouncing. Why? I'm fine. Uh, I, see, I see. Okay, I just see the feed occasionally frozen. I just want to make sure we're good. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good. So the Cowboys, we mentioned them. Uh, going forward, how are you? Where are you on the Cowboys? I am not high on the Cowboys. I don't know. Got people telling me they'd be favored on a neutral over everybody except maybe San Francisco, including Philadelphia. Give me the Eagles plus the points. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> uh, <I'm> good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they keep winning, so you can't call them frauds, but at the same time, they may be playing above their power rating. Like, Chrissy said last week on the show. Um, that's a dead spot for them yesterday. Fair. You know, that's a dead spot. And that line was too high because of the game before. You had it on your initial list when you sent it to me, the Texans. And I said, we can't use it because you stink at the Texans. This is facts. And I was like, it's the right side. <laughs> but if we take 17 and they lose by 20. We're going to kick ourselves. We're going to be pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we we threw it out. But, I mean, they almost won the game. The Texans almost won the game. Probably yeah. should have won the game. Well, that last drive, if they had just – if that, they went for a touchdown, didn't hit the field goal, they went for it. If they score a touchdown there, they win. So, they, went, they went for it. So I gave them credit. They definitely said, okay, win or lose here. Because you knew if the Cowboys got the football back, at, at worst they were tying going to overtime. But most likely they were going to score a touchdown, and they did. See? <laughs> Goes in, scores. Addison said, so the Cowboys, we mentioned them. New topic. <laughs> Fair. It's one of those ones that nobody wants to really even Fair. talk about, and I get it. Thank you, Addison. Brock, Brock Purdy is the darling of the ball at the moment in the NFL. Yes. Iowa State product, last pick in the draft. Yes. Niners de-pantsed Tom Brady and the Buccaneers yesterday. Yes. But they lost Debo Samuel. Yes. Well, I don't know. Um, and just before you guys, all you Mensa members that watch the show, we appreciate you guys watching the show. We appreciate it again. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button and tell one person about the show. It says lose Debo. That's it says loose, loose Debo, Debo. So before you give him somebody with the spelling errors, <laughs> it's my, it's me. P Ralt, right. It's He's me. not good with the spelling. He does this thing. I'm fine fast. with the spelling. I do it in the morning after I, first when I wake up. So I understand. Just- so. If an auto spell check doesn't pop up, I don't catch it. So absolutely. And before you come at Farah, yes, Farah takes it directly from P. Ralt. Correct. It's fine. 
So let's lose Debo. I heard Debo's going to be okay. Somebody put it in the chat. He's going to be okay. Kyle Shanahan said, but okay. (laughs) Well, again, I don't know what to believe or not believe anymore. Like, especially as we get closer to the end, telling them about injuries, telling them not. I mean, a high ankle sprain sometimes is worse than a broken ankle. Here we go. Medical practitioner, P. Roll. It, sometimes it is. Sometimes they want to have surgery Told on me about it. that guy's elbow or something, and he's playing. The hell are you talking about? The UCL injury? UCL injury is, I mean, definitely something to watch as we go forward. But this, I mean, we'll see Josh what Josh Allen keeps getting going. He shouldn't Josh Allen. We'll get to that in a second. The Bills got to, I mean, he got He can't get hit as much as he gets hit. He's jumping and flying over people and stuff. It's fun to watch, though. It's but, hell of a fun to watch. <laughs> the Niners... Uh, Take away two things. The defense, dogs, mm. vicious, like just great. That's and the Brady, defense. And Brady's old. <laughs> and your man is old. Like the man. Like, what are we doing? You Do you want him back in New England next year? Yeah, I do because I think he's better. I mean, I'll take Brady at 75% over anybody basically in the league, you know, for just the nostalgia factor. But it's – What's hard to watch is he said it. I'd rather play and lose than not play at all. He meant it. And I'm like, like this, like, like this, you you, want to go and get embarrassed consistently where your offense can't move the ball on anyone. And you, you just had a couple of measuring stick games. You know where you stand. If you're Tom Brady, you look at your locker room, you look at who you're playing, you know, you're not up to par. They're one game ahead of the Panthers for the division. Well, let's go to that. <laughs> who who wins the NFC South? <laughs> Look at this crapola of a division. This division, this? every team is, is under this? 500. What is somebody's going to win this division and go to the postseason? Buccaneers six and seven, Panthers <laughs> five and eight, Falcons five and eight, Saints four and nine. What is the this? Saints are four and nine and two games back in the loss column to the Buccaneers. To win the division. Not out of it. Nope. Is this worse than the AFC South? No, these teams are better. AFC South's awful. I mean, can Jacksonville still win the AFC South? Mathematically? I think, um, I think they can, right? Mathematically, the Jacksonville Jaguars are six and eight, and the Titans are seven and six. Yes. Tennessee's lost three games in a row. Jacksonville's two games back in the loss column. Jacksonville's remaining games are Cowboys at the Jets at the Texans home for the Titans. Now they got to, they got to play above to get there. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, that's probably, but I mean, you know, they still have that game head to head against them. Titans. Yeah, they need the Titans to keep losing. Obviously, beat the, beat the Titans and have them lose. Have you watched the Titans play recently? My God. I have. They're not good, but they the Titans, lose. their schedule is at the Chargers, home for the Texans, home for the Cowboys, at the Jaguars. Cowboys are going to have a pretty big they say. They lose every game. Cowboys have a pretty big say in who's going to win the AFC South. Right. But who wins the, Look at this. Who wins this? We'll go, 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 go do Carolina's schedule. Okay. Carolina's schedule right now. Um, this is this is actually kind of crazy because 
I can't believe the Jaguars. I mean, I can't believe the card that we're actually talking about the Panthers at all for the playoffs. Like how in the world are we talking about the Panthers? Them the winning post? yesterday at Seattle made us talk about huge. them today. So they, they've won two games in a row, three of three out of four. Yep. They play your Pittsburgh Steelers at home yep. next week. Then they home for the lions. Yep. At the bucks, at the saints to end the year. Tough ask. They got to run the table. They got to win three. Okay. Or run the table. Eight and nine could get the winner of this division in. (sighs) Eight and nine. What's what's Tampa's schedule? So they're four and three at home, six and seven overall. Tampa uh, has lost two of three. They play the Bengals at home next week at the Cardinals, home for the Panthers at the Falcons. I mean, is that a shoe in for what to win the division? No, I think they could lose two out of four. Easy. I think they could lose three out of four. Okay. They could be in. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if they lose to the Bengals Cardinals on the road and the Falcons on the road, there was three out of four Panthers. They win or they lose that game to the Panthers head it straight up. I mean, they could lose all. F- I mean, three out of the four, four out of four. Since he's in Tampa next week, you see the line. Yes. No six. Since he minus three and a half. Like Bengals a lot there. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're always heavy on those first numbers. You'd like to because the Bengals would win that game going away. I how you many points always give too many points. Fine. How many points are the Bucks gonna score? What the hell is it that big of a difference between four and six, by the way? There's not that big of a difference in football between four and six. It really isn't. It really isn't. I mean, mathematically speaking, there really isn't. Oh my god. I need to get or for Ralphie dude, to, to go ahead and, and pull when the line's been three and a half to six, how many times does it fall four or five? There's so many other things that go into it with the teasers and all the money line parlays and everything. You can't just from the books perspective. I'm just talking about the number. Fine. You ask what the number should be. The number should be six. Bengals minus six. Just below dog players are going to love it. If you, if we open go a book, take you, it. you can take, go dog you, player. Well, I'm just talking about the money line or the teasers, or whatever else. I'm just talking about straight what the number should be. The Bengals are winning that game by seven points. Oh my God. What's the Bucks foul? can't score. What's the Falcons schedule the rest of the way? Uh, Falcons schedule the rest of the way. They end the year against Tampa Bay. The Falcons schedule is the following. They play at the Saints this week at the Ravens. Yikes. On Christmas Eve. That's a huge game. Falcons at Ravens. Cardinals at home. Bucks at home. <laughs> Man, that's not bad. Be- if they can win this. If they they- can beat the Saints. They could beat the Saints this weekend. They can win three out of four. So then the Saints wind up with seven wins. Can seven and ten win the division? Dear Lord. I need a lot of help, but it's not crazy. I mean, shoot, they run the table. Eight and nine gets you the number you were talking about. Eight and nine wins this division. I don't think seven and ten. Can seven and ten win a division? Should you be allowed in the fucking playoffs <laughs> if you go seven and ten? Yes, because you won your division, but it's still pretty bad. I will, I will agree. So the Chargers have four games left after their win last night. If your team gets put up against the Chargers in the postseason in Justin Herbert, because everyone all of a sudden is like, story's over, Justin Herbert over Tua, the debate's over. I'm not really so sure about that. I didn't but, even realize what a debate it was. My God, this oh, is huge. versus yeah. everybody, the it's, world. Yeah, so fuck FS social media against ESPN people. Yeah. 
It's a big deal. People, everybody fucking relax. I, I don't care about it. I never have. But never. What do you make of the Chargers, though? With four games left, they looked like a playoff team last night if they get in. What do you make of them? You're afraid of them? I think you're afraid of them whether you like them or whether you bet against them. You're afraid of you're afraid of what Staley's going to do every every possession because he's so so inconsistent. It's a fear thing every yeah. time, right? Yeah, I fair. watched the game after I got home from the Knights game with the kids. Took the girls to see the Knights play the Bruins. By the way, we'll get to, we'll get to that. Hold on, we'll get to that. Don't bury the the I, lead. I know, but I sat plenty of time. I felt like I was in Boston. It was unbelievable. Beautiful. It was unbelievable. People. They all sounded like you do when you go back. I was like, this is I, even, <laughs> even my daughter, even, you know, Kendall said something, Boy, they really have an accent. I was like, they all do. Yes. It was hilarious. A I couple don't. from Boston next to us. I no, you don't. don't. You don't. Absolutely not. Anyhow, not compared to like my stepfather who, who like thinks the R well, is something that's far away. Right. That's a, a pirate saying. Uh <laughs> The Chargers are definitely dangerous. The Chargers are a team, if we were managing futures right now, I think we bring the price down. What are their four games? Chargers. Pull those four games up. Titans at the Colts, home for the Rams at the Broncos. Titans on the road or home? Home. I got to be short of a touchdown favorite at that, right? They might run the table. You know what that line is right now? Chargers at home against the Titans. I didn't three, look. Three and a half. Three. Ooh, let's go. Oh my God. Okay. Three. It'll close three and a half. That should be four and a half. What am I missing there? Who's Titans playing? Stink. They do. So who they play? They play the Titans, and then who? Um, they play Titans, Colts at on the road. Home for the Rams at the Broncos. Home for the Rams is a home game. And then at the Broncos, they can run a table for sure. That's why I brought it up. Four games left. Good shot. Real good shot. They're going to wind up 11 and six. One of the wildcard teams at worst, 10 and seven. Right. They're in the playoffs. They're going to be dangerous. Oh. <sighs> Herbert's arm talent. They'll get Bosa back. The thing is, they get James and Bosa back defensively for the playoffs. Their biggest liability is the dude who looks like he's 10 years old. Yeah. Because who knows what the fuck that guy's going to do at what moment and what time, when he's putting, when he's going for it, settling for three, not settling for three. It doesn't make any sense. What what does the chart say? Go for it always. No. The most erratic unpredictable coach in the NFL is Brandon Staley. It's crazy. Yeah. I just saw, I just saw it scroll across the TV zone. ESPN's on. They have an 80% chance by the ESPN analytics, whatever that is mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. Fair. Given the schedule and given that's, playing. that's yeah, that's I, yeah. One of those ones where again, if we're in the room, we're lower in their shit right now. And we're, okay. We're, so now on the opposite end, the yeah. Miami dolphins, just lost to the Chargers yesterday. Yeah. They're eight and five. The remaining schedule is at Buffalo, home Brutal. for the Packers. Home for the Packers. Okay. At the Patriots on New Year's Day and home okay. for the Jets. Whew. Two and two. At best, 
Don't they win the home games? Packers can beat them. And I mean, they could, well, that's going to be a hard spot to go to New England and win in that cold. That's going to be a tough one. They're not winning. They're not winning in Buffalo, are they? No. And Buffalo revenge factor. I think that's a good line to bet right now. Saturday night, seven and a half, seven week. Yeah, I think someone seven. has eight. Chris said, "Fuck it, yeah. he went to eight at some I think point. seven. <laughs> I think that's seven. That's what I mean. I'm I'm debating betting it right now because it's going to fly, uh, and I want it at seven. I don't want it over seven. I want oh to buy it. I buy it back to seven. But I think I think Buffalo with revenge on their minds at home in the cold, two to four inches of snow being projected for that game Saturday night. Oh God, yeah." Good luck. And Tyreek Hill's ankle is not going to be exactly 100%. Oh, no. Yep. Really? You saw him get hurt last night. Couldn't finish that last drive because of the ankle injury. So Hill's not healthy. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I think Miami's in real jeopardy to miss the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. If they go eight and nine, I'm not going to be stunned. Because if it's eight and eight and they're playing the Jets in the last game of the year, no one's going to care. Oh, Mike my. White, and Mike White's going to play his ass off. That dude impressed the hell out of me last night, yesterday. Playing his ass off, period, right? If you're Zach Wilson, you got to be starting to wonder what the hell's you're going like, on, huh? You're done. You're, Mike Are you White, done? I think you're done. Mike White took a shot to the ribs that would have ended my life. And dude came back in and played football again. <laughs> Wasn't I mean, even a penalty. Took took his life. Took moved everything was, here. <laughs> moved it. Every, all his intestines were over here, and his body was here. But and the guy was, came back <laughs> in and played football again. It was a clean hit. It was a clean hit. Unlike the bullshit call that as that flagged, as was Herbert. the clean hit on if Herbert. On you, no, if I, if I, oh, I laid on you. Sorry. Oh, whoops. What are you supposed to do? Put his football. hands up. It's the dumbest thing in the world. The root, if, if I, I get it. If I wrap a quarterback up, I pick him up and I drill my shoulder into his rib cage with all of my weight. Fine. But that is not what happened last night with Justin Herbert. That was the most softest flag. I was so bad. So bad. And, and, and Tariko brought it up and I think he's right. I know we don't, we don't want to review everything. we got to be careful like what we review and what we don't review. But I think if a flag comes out, I think you should be able to challenge that. I think they should be able to sit there and go, wait a minute. In real time, let's watch this again for a second, okay? Because you may have had a bad angle or something because you're allowing a, a referee to have way too much influence on the game. Kind of like how they do with pass interference. And they've now done more of the five-yard illegal contact. They want more of that and less pass interference because yeah. it's such a – egregious penalty uh, a 15 yard penalty on third down and long is unbelievable keep a drive alive changes yeah. everything i've said this now since they put these guys in the booth they put sterator up there mm-hmm. or uh mike whatever his name is i can't remember <laughs> um i'm blanking but yes the other guy, you yes. guys know, Pereira. put it in the chat. Who? Mike Pereira, right? Pereira, I think it yeah. is. If you put him up there and they see it, or there's another guy up there, there's a, there's an official watching, the, the review official. Red Hat. Sees a bad fly call. Has to buzz him down and say, pick it up. 
What do you mean? Wasn't that I'm saving you Mm. and everyone else. Pick it up. It's not a penalty. Let it go. Guy comes on and says, there's no flag on the play. That's it. It was overruled, whatever. I agree. But how you're giving a lot of power to an eye in the sky. There has to be somebody. If we're going to do it this way, mm-hmm. like last night, somebody has to buzz the guy and say, he laid on him and did a Superman. He didn't even use his arms. It wasn't roughing. Everyone oh. saw it. They keep showing it on the fucking TV. Pick <laughs> up the flag. It's saving them from themselves and from this, us talking about it. Amen. You got to get it right if you're going to use it properly. Otherwise, we're just accepting results and know that, like, Kenny Pickett can get his head almost ripped off, spun around, almost (laughs) knocked out of the game. That ain't no roughing the passer. But that hit last night is. That's all. It's, it can't it's be too subjective. It's if you, to your point, if you have the replay, we are very inconsistent with what we allow it to be used for and not. Right. And so it's like you use the gun or you don't. Like you have the bullet, either fire it or you don't. You can't like half fire it. You gotta either fire it or don't fire it. That's so so yeah, want. it's it's a fair, it's a fair point. So I'm not calling out line makers. I make bad bets all the time. But the Broncos win total right now in terms of NFL wagers, miss NFL lines, hope that's a 50 cent first pitch miss. <laughs> that, that is phenomenal. I mean, their number was 10 and a half. It was the same as the Chiefs. And if you go back and watch our shows, which you can go back and watch all the season preview shows, we might have to put together a, a greatest hits, good oh. and bad. That would be good. That might be really from, good to do. From some of those things. Now, I mean, that's going to require right us watching some some video, which on the, the week where you're you're back east might Maybe be a there. good thing to do. Yeah. A little bit of homework for both of us or whatever. Yep. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll splice together a couple clips of – because we both adamantly – I know I fucking told everyone that I could <laughs> that that Denver number was fucking wrong. And I would have been in a room saying, I don't know what them other guys are looking at. They're my friends. Let's call them and ask them, how did you come up with 10? Let's do the schedule again. It's eight. It's maybe seven. Oh, the Broncos, they got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is done. Boys, they got ever. a new coach who don't know his head from his ass. Blah, blah, blah. You, whatever you can say. I, I Listen. They're three happens. and 10. They're three and 10. <laughs> I love this. This tweet from PFF's phenomenal. Eliminated. Mr. Unlimited is Mr. Eliminated. Oh. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> man. Internet's a tough place, man. That's a tough crowd. It's crazy. Don't put stupid shit on the internet then. The moral of the story is don't well, be a clown on the internet. Or be a clown and just accept the results. I mean, Ross doesn't care. Right, man. He, he got he's, he's getting his, paid. his eyes. You see a hit he took his eyes as the definition of concussion, right there. <sighs> I've had those. I there was probably the, the, the last one. I was probably looked exactly like that. <laughs> I have the video of the second one. Oh, when I got hit and spun and bounced my face off the ice. I don't remember it. <laughs> 
at all. I lost about an hour of my life. I don't, I don't remember it, but I have the video and my brothers, my mom and dad used to tell the story because they came up because it was a playoff game. So they came up to watch. And of course, as a game, I got bashed. But I was saying the craziest shit, like, I'm too old for this shit. I'm retiring from this. I can't play no more with these assholes that take shots. I wasn't looking. I can only imagine when one of these is memorialized, personalized on the Internet forever. Yeah. Like, it has to be brutal. Favre, because, Rogers. Yeah. Well, I mean, every oh, time, every time Aaron Rodgers something happens, they take that picture of him on the on the ground, right? <laughs> and his eyes all yeah. fucked up. And that was the same thing. You're, now, now, and the Wilson's a meme now. Yes, it's everywhere. It's a meme. Yep, yeah, his eyes were all squirrely, and yeah. I don't know. It's Hackett kept. <sighs> I've been asking my folks in Denver. Somebody do. I, I was like, please tell me what the because somebody made the projection that the team could save millions by cutting Wilson before June 1st on cutting the contract. Him? Yeah. But then Frank Schwab, who worked right for Yahoo yeah. and is based in Denver, came in and said, they cut him before June 1st. It's 86 million in dead cap space. They cannot cut Russell Wilson before June 1st. Not right. happening. I was like 86 million. Yeah, that's not happening. But this contract could sink this franchise for a while. Unless they get someone to take it. Like this contract is really, really bad. Five years. A lot of guaranteed money. I don't know what's what's a bigger pressing issue, him or the coach? Hackett's first, then you get Russ fixed. Is Russ a deterrent to someone else coming in? Hundred percent. Without I mean, doubt. like there's so many moving parts here with this whole thing. The defense is really unbelievable. Pretty good. It's phenomenal. Uh, but I mean, they got, I mean, that game, first time in nine games, the game went over. It went over in the first half. I can't believe you could have a 27 lead, 27 nothing lead in the first quarter. <laughs> you can't win a game. Right. You can't cover the game. I can't believe it. I mean, I just, it's a different NFL. That was a wrap. That'd be one of those ones where it's just, you know, I'll be doing the in-game and it's fucking 20 and a half because, you know, they may score two touchdowns and get closed. Right. It's a it's a fucking joke. Like, I just can't I, – I, I don't know how you don't cover. I think Denver's got to answer that question first because if they can find a way, do you make – is there a move that has to be made or can you come back with this combination next year? No, one of the two have got to be gone. I think Hackett's gone. I don't think Hackett. I think they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers. They thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers. They hired him thinking Aaron was coming. They had no idea that, 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 I mean, he's been so bad. I know it's unlike the Broncos to do that, and it's a bad look, but you can't. I mean, there's nothing positive going forward. He's an offensive guy. That's his MO, his offense. You've got the defense to win a championship. That's a championship caliber defense. You've been in all these games, but your offense can't move the ball on anyone. Like it's a you're you're the offensive guy, Hackett. You're supposed to have this game plan, this magical touch. And you got a Hall of Fame quarterback who's not playing like it, but find ways to make him successful. Find ways to help the team. And they haven't been able to do it. So to me, I think it's all on Hackett. I I, I think Russ stays, Hackett goes. Dear God. Who takes the job? I have no idea. That's going to be fascinating to see who they wind up going and get it, going and get. 
because they got the defense to hang with, you know, anyone in the division. Right. But it goes right back to when someone said to me that the worst team in the league is going to be the Raiders and are in the division. It's going to be the Raiders. I was like, there's no way in hell the Raiders are going to be bad potentially, but the Broncos are the worst team in the division. Right. It was so predictable to watch what was happening in Denver. <laughs> it was so predictable. It was like these people, like, did you watch Russ much last year? Like I, I was like East coast people who didn't watch West coast football. Like he, he's not like he's, he's four gas more tank. Years, is, no? Four more yeah. years. Four more years, years, bro. Um, I'm only bringing this up because I want to know about the line making process. We don't know what happened. We're going to shift gears to college basketball for a second. The head coach of Texas basketball, Chris Beard, the number two team in the country was arrested this morning in Austin. He's being charged with felony assault against a family member. The police report reports strangulation. We don't know how, when, where, who, all that stuff. But, but. Texas plays tonight against Rice. Uh-huh. The line is 24 and a half. Okay. This team, Texas, will kill Rice. Not a problem there. But in the risk room, when you guys see a story like this pop the morning of a game, uh-huh. what's the protocol? Do you pull it down? Do you wait for a bet? Does a coach matter? Everybody's different. Um, I mean, if it was us, I'd say, you think that matters? You're like, no, do you? No. Rice, no. Leave it. Okay. See who bets it. Move it a point. See if they'll lay it. You know, and you take it down. You don't take it up. Right? You just yeah. you, you knock it down a point and see if anybody will bet you the, the higher number. That's it. There's nothing uh, without knowing anything more. I think... Going forward, uh, future going, is he going to jail? Well, I mean, you, you know, his he, his attorney he choked out his brother. Is that who it was? I don't know. I just, that, like, I mean, it'd be like if you know, me and you got in an argument and that right. choke you out, and right, or my brother and I, who my brother Doug, um, I tried to choke him with a nine iron on a golf course once, and brother Dan, brother Dan saved us. It said, "Listen, you two are a public embarrassment. I don't want, I don't want to have you both go to jail because I ain't bailing you out." He literally had to separate us. So we've gotten to that point with, with family members. Well, I, it sounds like, it, I don't know that people have um, the internet. I'm not going to speculate as to what exactly has happened here, but the, his attorney has come out and stated that there is no reason this arrest should not have happened. The police are being overzealous on this. This is a family domestic matter. It happened at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I mean, who knows what happened? I mean, well, I guess we'll find out. But the attorney was pretty adamant saying like, I hope we don't. Like, there's some things like I don't want to know. Well, he's going to have to know because he's, he's going to have to go in front of a court and they're going to read what happened in an uh, open court. They're charging him with felony assault. So, I mean, this is the head coach of Texas basketball being in Austin, being arrested and charged. So must have been bad. Yeah. Must have been bad. Must I mean, have the, been bad because the mean, report was for a uh, a disturbance hot shot call, which is defined as incidents where in progress are in immediate threat to life and or public safety. So, attorney claiming is one hundred percent innocent. I don't know, but it's just interesting <laughs> that they play tonight. Chris Beard, well, well Chris Beard's in a, in a jail cell right now, so Chris Beard's not coaching tonight for Texas. Up against rice. 
distraction. Tyler, BetSmart US said he heard it was a daughter son in law issue. So I got three daughters. Oh God. Yeah. The room the, the rumor is it, the rumor is it involves his daughter. That's what the rumor is. There's some something happened. Oh I don't know how old his daughter is. I don't know married what i don't know but the the rumor that i heard that it, it, it involves not his wife but his daughter oh my goodness so yeah not <laughs> not good not good at all not 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 good at all oh, his his picture is out his is uh mug shot is out um the what it is uh at approximately 12:15 a.m. this morning a 911 call for disturbance Caller reported the disturbance was no longer ongoing and one of the individuals had left the house. Beard was booked in a Travis County jail, being charged with assault by strangulation or suffocation, family violence, a third-degree felony. Not, not a good look for your head coach. The mug, <laughs> mug shot is out. <laughs> does he look tuned up or is he good? No, he looks pissed off. He looks, he's fine. He's got nothing, no cut scars, nothing. But... You know me. I smile. I love taking pictures. I always have. The one time I've never been arrested for the oh. record. I don't plan on ever being arrested. <laughs> Let's hope. But when I got sent to work at the Venetian, I was yeah. so mad. I was so pissed off. They're like, you got to go get your employee badge picture taken. And I was like, you know what? I want to quit so fucking bad because I didn't get I didn't get asked if I could get transferred there. I got told I was getting transferred there. When I said I didn't want to go, they said you can quit or you can fucking go. Ouch. And I was like, okay. All right. So I went and I the lady said, "Are you ready?" And I went like this. <laughs> For those goes, of you listening, you, he you just goes, paused. His face was motionless. Yeah. She goes, "Are you going to smile?" And I went like this. Uh, take my class. So I went, no. <laughs> She's like, okay, click my hat. I didn't have a hat on. I was like this. I was like, no, I'm ready. <laughs> I carry that. I carry that thing around with me. Oh, nice. As a reminder. To never be that pissed off about something. Like it's a good look back now, but I was, I was angry that whole time. That's I why I took that job to go to West Virginia because I needed to get out of there. Right. But it's the only time I ever took an ID picture on purpose with a scowl on my face. If I could have gone like this, whoop, did I do it? <laughs> well, I did it with the right. finger? It's all right. We'll edit it. We'll edit it out. <laughs> you know what I did? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, can't man. do hand motions. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's a different edit. That's a whole different edit <laughs> than, than audio edit. Damn it. Uh, so we'll watch that, see how that goes with Chris yep. Beard. Uh, I went to the Creighton basketball game on Saturday night. A hundred and forty dollars for every seat in the building. I'm it is play the most. With you. I'm going to play a game with you when 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 I tell when you're going to play a game. What did I spend yesterday on a family of four night out at the night's game? But tell me, go ahead. Oh, I mean, hundred and forty for the seat, plus fees, plus fees. We moved to. It was not even close to being even half full. So. <laughs> could move anywhere I wanted to move to. So I moved to the place I wanted to be right. to watch. So I had very good seats for the game. So that was one bonus. Right. But I went to Creighton basketball games for free for over a decade. 
So I said, all right, this is just the universe's way of coming back and saying, if you want to go to this game, correct. Go ahead. I thought there'd be people scalping tickets out in front. And I was told that uh, in the era of digital tickets, the, the guys who would sit outside and selling tickets, very, very rare to have happen now. Correct. So they said, okay, you want to come in? That's fine. Every ticket in the place is 140 bucks. It's like, oh my plus fees. So fine. Bought the ticket, went to the game. Aside from beers and food and everything else, you know, whatever, another 130 bucks for there and blah, whatever. Yeah. But the Jays are playing without Ryan Kalbrenner, their starting center, who has mono. Pretty well, it's out. Kind of an open secret that he has mono now. Um, and he's not going to play for a while. Jays were down by 11 points with three to play against BYU. They came all the way back. They were up one. BYU basketball. I looked at the lineup that Coach McDermott put on the floor and I went, offensive rebounds going to be a problem. They've got a bunch of six foot four guards on the floor. Exactly what happened. Kid drove, missed the layup, got his own rebound, laid it in. BYU wins the game. They hit free throws later. They won by three points. They've lost four games in a row. They were 10 point favorites going into that game against BYU. Creighton has gone from a top 10 team to out of the rankings, rightfully so. Yep. Yet their favorite tonight in the second game here at Mandalay Bay tonight against Arizona state. I can't figure out why they are favored. Colburner's not playing. Huh? Three point I don't get, favorite. I don't understand this number at all. They, they should not be favored. They weren't. I said, go walk it in. Somebody said, what would you bet? I said, BYU plus 10. They said, really? I go, I go, I don't know. Man, this game's games? at six o'clock. We can't even, I don't, I wouldn't even entertain going right now because we it's got so much. Bucks. Pain. We I got so much. I got, I got, I got priority. Right, we got to watch the Patriots. I, I got priority. Tonight, I know somebody asked me, they're like, you coming Monday. I was like, no, they're like, why? I'm like, I got other things to do than watch this team right now. The Jays are, they need a lot of rest. They're tired. They don't have a dog. Like right. they don't have a guy that athletically is the best athlete on the court. They got to beat you with their entire team. And without Cole Brenner, they don't have their seven footer. They just don't have that, that it factor to go. That's how they contended against Arizona, how they beat Texas tech. I mean, there'll be a team later on, but like if UConn played Creighton right now, UConn would win by 20. UConn would kill him. Man, you're like the mark too for, for the Creighton haters. Like mm -hmm. they all want to come at you on the oh, Twitter yeah. and it's like hilarious. I'm like laughing. I'm like, wow. Now that, you know, and we've got because a couple of Nebraska fans because they're all Nebraska fans and Nebraska well, fans want whenever the Jays are down, I'm the Pied Piper of, you know, leading the, the, the social media parade. So now they want to come after me. Welcome to my, to my radio show circa 2007. <laughs> yeah, this is, and, and like, and like we got, we got some, we got some Villanova apologists that like to talk that, you know, that Villanova they was suck, good. Suck. Oof. They're, we got, a, you got more problems than whether Creighton's good with Villanova right now. Oh, yeah. You got other people, friend of, of the show, Jeff Dawson, who's a Connecticut fan. Uh, a, Only a because dad. the dollar's been there. He's been a Connecticut fan from back in the day. Oh, okay. He has. Um, but my God, Ken Palm has them going fucking undefeated. Like, a joke <laughs> everybody slow down calm down <laughs> look north carolina was number one texas was number one they lost very soon after being placed number one by ken palm so it's not exactly a good place to be if you're a yukon fan you don't really want ken palm's blessing 
long way to go, but UConn is very good right now. They are, they are talented. They are tough. Hurley's got them playing. They're, they're going to be a very difficult team to face in the, in, in, in the big Ten in the big East for sure. I mean, they right now they are a good bet to win the big East, right? Long way to go, but the Jays play tonight and they start the big East schedule at Marquette. They got a win tonight. Just get some confidence. Snap the four. Get, you don't have a five game losing streak going on the road to Marquette. Uh-uh. Wojo's team. You don't want to play that. That's not the good. Whole season starts with conference play. Fair, but you want to go into conference play losing want, six in a row? Well, you don't, but I mean, if you do because you're hurt and all that other stuff, the whole season can be started and turned around by winning in conference Fair. play. So yep. I don't know. It's it's just Long it's a strange line. It's three. Like I don't know. I wouldn't touch it. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Sports Grid, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys being with us each and every night, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Back tomorrow on a Tuesday. We'll see if our boy Justin Vermont's alive still for 6.1 million. Live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move. More to come here with BVB. So the uh, Pelicans are maybe the hottest team in basketball right now. It's fun. Zion is 35 to 1 to win the MVP. Yeah, can he win the MVP? If he does what he's doing right now, last seven games, 30 points, nine boards, five assists, shooting over 66% from the floor. All wins. 7-0 run here for the Pelicans. Got a problem with the dunk at the end of the game Friday night? None. Zero. Zero. Zip. None. Do you. Who's going to stop you, Shaq? No one's going to come near you. You're the biggest dude on the floor. This is what Zion was supposed to always be. He can't win the MVP. Nope. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a good discussion. It, it it's a very good discussion because, <laughs> I mean, they have the best record. They have the best record in the West, do they not? Yes, right now. Yes, eight <laughs> losses. Uh, seven wins in a row and Zion is unreal right now. Only the Satan, Giannis, Luca, how's he win over them? Steph, have the best record record in the West. They got to stay where they are. How's he win over them? If they have the number one seed in the West. That's how. But he still has to be over the number one seed in the East. Just to have that discussion. No, I think he'll be. I I think you just talk about fatigue. I don't think he. I mean, Tatum is the the bigger weapon, the bigger option for voters. If the Boston Celtics were the one seed in the East and the Pelicans were a one seed in the West, because I think he'd get it over Giannis. If the competition is Giannis, I think Zion would get it. Just based on emotion. Hmm. This dude could be the face of the league. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the whole the thing NBA. about he it. He could be the NBA. This guy could have everything it's- wrapped up in him if he stays on the damn floor. Stay healthy. Please stay healthy. One, stay on the floor. Yes. Two, and it's a little far to advance it. Stay in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Please. Yeah. I don't need you on the Lakers. <laughs> I, 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 the legal try to direct him to stay on the Pelicans. This is fun. This is this is it's fun 
for the league. It got to be fun for the Pelicans. Listen, there was a lot of empty seats there. I know that game was on Sunday, an afternoon. People, go to the games if you can. Like, I know it's expensive. Believe me, we'll get to that in a second. It's very expensive to go to the games. But if there's no support, they use it as an excuse that he can leave. I don't want to see him leave. AD, Chris Paul. I mean, yeah, how's that, how's that working out? Well, AD, AD has a ring, but I hope it's it was a, worth it's it. It's an asterisk ring. All that money, too. He's <laughs> to getting him. I mean, he got paid, I guess. That's fine. But And Zion will get paid. I mean, he'll get paid. But yeah, he's, he, paid. he's a lot of fun. Celtics got blasted by the Warriors. I was dead wrong about that game. My goodness. Warriors still own the Celtics. They're favored tonight against the Clippers. You're wearing the Clippers hat. Rightly so. This number doesn't make much sense to me. Why? I don't think Boston should be laying three and a half points. Boston was laying two and a half in in Golden State. And then lost by double digits. Yeah, but it's just the power ratings. It's just so, you know, Clippers at home is a point less, you know, than than Golden State. That's all. And which game does Boston lose? Lakers or Clippers? They ain't losing to the Lakers. He nuts. Okay. I don't think so. Do you think they lose to the Lakers? I think they're going to lose one of these two games. Do you really? Yeah, they lose one of the two. It's a, it's a, been a long road trip. This is a long, this is a long roadie that they're currently on. Gave up 133, 123 points to the Golden State Warriors last game out. So they've beaten Brooklyn, Toronto, and Phoenix. They lost to Golden State. They got LA, LA Monday, tomorrow, back to back, tonight, tomorrow. Late, there's, Lakers. there's books. I won't name them. The line is three and a half tonight. Yeah. What's the line for tomorrow? Four. Someone has three. Wow. Come on, bro. What are you doing? Lakers money. (laughs) It's coming. No. They must be having a friend that likes the the Celtics. (laughs) (laughs) Can't it be the same or higher? No. If you're going to put it up. Well, the Warriors. Lakers are better than the Clippers? Right. The Warriors, Clippers, and Lakers can't be be a one-point difference between the top and the bottom. It It can't be. Those three teams, it cannot be. That's impossible. You telling me yeah. the Lakers power ratings the same as the as the the Warriors? If that's what the line is, three, two and a half. Yeah. And the Clippers is three and a half. Pay attention. People come on. Yeah, that's that's fishy. That's- <laughs> uh Memphis tonight laying eight and a half against Atlanta. Grizzlies have won five in a row. Pelicans and the Grizzlies, two hottest teams in the West. But eight and a half. Heavy? Of course it feels heavy. Grizzlies are fun too, aren't they? Mm, absolutely. I love watching those guys play together. The whole, that, look, the, the division, you could make a kid, the Southwest with New Orleans, Memphis, and Dallas being in the same division. It's fun as three, hell. Those are three really fun teams in the NBA. Those are three really good teams with Ja, Zion, and Luka. I mean, you've got a really fun division. That's, um, wow. Is that a bet? Can you bet who's going to win a division? Yes, of course. Let's see if that's up. Division winners to win, to win what? To win the Southwest? 
Conference division winners. Yeah, I want to see who the favorite is in that. Uh, Southwest is the Pelicans at minus 105. Grizzlies plus 155. Dallas 4-1. to one. Is it that Grizzlies? Maybe. I mean, if you don't buy what the Pelicans are doing or you want to bet that Zion gets hurt. I mean, you know, the Pelicans lose two or three in a row and the Grizzlies keep winning, then it flips. You get plus yeah, I mean, plus and you can sit back and just enjoy it. You can keep adding to that position. I don't think either team runs away with it. Right? I mean, Zion and, and I mean, Pelicans have won seven in a row. Memphis has won five in a row. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why it's four to one right now. I mean, the best bet might be Luca and Dallas if they figure it out. Something to be desired there. They don't have it. They don't have a team. The other two feel right. like they have a team with a star. Fair. I mean, the Pelicans made the playoffs without Zion last year. Right. Now you add I, Zion. Yeah. Right? I mean, look, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, the, 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 the Mavericks don't make the playoffs without Luca. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I have two future bets going at the moment, 45 and a half for New Orleans, 49 and a half for, for Minnesota. I'm probably going to go one and one Pelicans overs, probably get give overs yeah, over. both. Both over on their win totals. Minnesota one ain't going to get there, is it? Yeah, Minnesota's probably not going to get there, and then but the, but Pelicans probably are. So I'm going to go one and one, right, on those on those bets. But you know, uh, Memphis is definitely live for sure to contend and or win the division. But tonight, I think eight and a half is too heavy, right? I think the number is too much. All right, uh, you went to see my Boston Bruins win on the puck line against the Vegas Golden Knights last night. Can the Bruins please be the odds on favorite to win it all? You saw it. You went. I was texting. I was texting the guys on cash considerations because we talked about it because Carl saw them in person and said it. And I saw them in person last night. That's the best team in hockey right now. They're clip deep. that shit. Farrah, clip that shit. They're Hold deep. That. They're fast. <laughs> They're nasty. Linus is looks looks fucking gigantic in person. I mean, oh, I was watching the pregame warm-up. I'm like, God, I didn't realize how big this guy was. He takes up half the net. <laughs> um I was I was really impressed. I was I was really impressed. Um the third and it went line, down with nothing. Which I was I bet the Bruins in game on my oh, phone. I, I just go. I just was like this. They're scoring the next goal and ended up getting a power play and scoring the next goal and it was done. But um, I was really impressed. I just, I, I, I was like, uh, I said to the girls, I'm like, you know, this team could be in a Stanley Cup. <laughs> I was, and there was a zillion Boston people around us. The people beside us on the left had Boston jerseys on. The people beside us on the right, guy and a girl, the guy had a Boston jersey on. The whole row in front of us, except for the two kids on the far left, the one guy had a Patriots jacket. <laughs> another guy had a Red Sox hat. I'm sitting there right in front of me. I'm like, this is definitely supposed to be happening. Like, there's everyone in the joint. I went to take a piss and a guy standing in front of me in line had a Bobby Orr nice number four jersey on. Yeah. And I took a picture of him. It's because laughing. everybody last year, what I was told for my Boston friends, my Bruins friends, is that the people, there were probably like 10,000 people that came to the game last year. They all went home and told everybody 
how incredible the trip was and how amazing the arena is and how easy it is compared to TD garden, how fun the game atmosphere is. And Oh yeah, by the way, they're the best team in hockey. And so people looked at Vegas and go, wait, they play on a Sunday. Do it. We can fly out. We can fly the red eye home on Monday, go to the game, fly to red eye home. I mean, it was thousands of well, Bruins. Not to mention, town. you know what's happening, right? They played in Arizona on Friday. You can do the trip. Yeah. They come here and play Sunday, and the Patriots play Monday today in Arizona. Yep. You I'm could have done a, a a damn dream weekend. Oh wow, that's right. Go watch them play in Arizona. Out of hang out, play golf Saturday, or come here and right. hang out in Vegas Saturday, and then. Sunday, go see the Bruins, get up today, shoot it back down to Arizona, and go to the football game and go home. Low in Boston today is 21 degrees. Felt like that this morning here. It was because it was 32. <laughs> it was cold here, 32 degrees this morning. You know how cold it was in the house? I, I don't want to know. 60? 60 degrees. I took a picture of it. That's said, cold, man. She came in the room and she was cold. And I was like, oh, Ding. what are you doing? <laughs> she goes, thermostat. I said, I said, is is 60 cold enough? Can we turn the heat on now? Oh. And she's like, it's really cold in here. And I'm like, I've been saying it for days. So she finally flipped it and turned the heat on so we could feel our extremities. <laughs> Poor so dog was even cold. You you asked me how much did you spend? I'm gonna say you spent thirteen hundred. Oh wow! No, no, thank goodness we did. Not. Oh, so we did. Uh, Jess wrote us down. We rode the bus back. Any station casino, you go to yep. park the car. Yep. They take you right down and around the corner from the arena, drop off, and then right after the game, you go back out to the parking lot. They ride you back. It's a dollar each way. Or two bucks each way, something like that. I forget what's great. Was. So we saved the trip. Uh, we saved the parking tickets for one twenty-five a piece. Oh, that's Nick. pretty good. Very good. That's great. No, wow, it's phenomenal. From a season ticket holder, no fees. Beautiful. So just transfer over. So one twenty-five right. nickel. First trip to the refreshment stand. $71. Easy. Second trip. Uh, we came away. Total was 638. For four people to go to a game on and it's not bad. Four people all in $638. No merchandise because we have it all. Right. Pretty much. They didn't need merchandise. They're not even looking. It's great. I mean, the kids watched the game. It was really, it was, it was fun. And like, you know, we're watching the game with the with the intent of what's the total, how many goals do you think are going to be scored? Kendall, who do you think is going to score next? She felt the shots on goal. You know, nice. we, we, we've done the songs. Nice. When she turned into Kylie, I heard her say, Kylie, what's SOG again? And I just started laughing. I almost sent you a text. She goes, shots on goal. She's like, oh, oh that's right. It just, on TV, it says shots on goal. Right. Right. So at the game, it says SOG. Yep. Um, but it was fun. It was a fast game. Mm. There was not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of penalties. 3-1 final, yeah. And there weren't even a lot of shots. I don't think either team ended with 30. Wow. Um, Sunday afternoon matinee type. Yeah, but I mean, the production of 
I, I posted the one video on my Twitter of the just the, the nights coming out, but I have it doesn't do it one. justice. I mean, I I, I I tell people all the time, like until you're in the lower bowl or the, you know, in the middle bowl and feel the thump of the base in the pregame, it's unbelievable. Is it too loud, though? Yes. It's entirely for, for, too loud. For kids, it's way. Madeline, Madeline was, that's why I asked her if she wanted to go. She goes, no, it's too loud. I don't want to go back. She, she liked she liked the game, didn't like the pregame. So my kids are professional, like travelers and going to game kids. They brought earplugs, those foam earplugs, yep. yeah, and they smart. gave them the Kendall, and she had them in. Because, I mean, even the, the, the club music thumping in between whistles and stuff, it's loud as hell in there. Uh, and depending on where you are in the building, you could be below a speaker and just boom, right down on top of you. That's my only complaint. Yep. Like everything else getting in and out is great. Um, the zillion refreshment Easy. stands, there's it, it's, it's very, it's creature comforts are awesome. It's just loud as hell. It was a fun night though. My fucking Bruins are really good. <laughs> They're really good. Uh, time for the Omaha steak searing hot take of the day today you guys have got a couple of more days left to go and buy the meat from omahasteaks.com bvb is the promo code to use half off everything on the site and 40 bucks off when you use the promo code bvb at checkout if you guys do it send us a receipt i will we'll call you out we appreciate everyone for your support a couple of more weeks with these guys until they wrap at the end of the year bvb says you 40 bucks 50 percent off minimum buy may be required but half off 40 bucks bvb at checkout did you watch any of golf over the weekend yes you did what did you think of golf under the lights for the match in florida i tried the audio was messed up. Mm-hmm. The s- sound <laughs> had to be done with it. That was the audio issue. Um, as far as under the lights, what did you think? I, I, I mean, like I can't were disagree with this. This hot take is mine. This is bullshit. Golf under the lights is sick. No, it's not. It's not sick. Golf is not meant to be played at night. And maybe I sound like a 1930s Cub fan talking about Wrigley Field and whatnot. But the game of golf, the sun impacts the way a lot of things happen on the golf course. Oh. And grass behaves differently at night than it does during the day. Are you a horticulturalist now? My One of my be- good friends went to school to become a superintendent for golf. I got one. I got one too. My brother, so, my brother-in-law spoke his his brother Zeke. He's asking about courses. the differences between nighttime and daytime on a golf course, and they're two very different things. Two very different things. Playing golf at night, one doesn't look cool. Okay, there's a golf course here in Vegas I play at night from time to time. Angel so, Park, Angel Park, par three, right? It's cool, like once or twice to do once, it. once. Or twice. Yeah. It's not after you do it. You're like, okay, whatever. It was kind of like going on a carnival ride. It's not really golf. Can't see the ball when it goes up past the lights. And then when it comes down, you hope you were looking in the right place and find it. And it's all par threes. Not a fan. I watched it in the book. I was at Mandalay Bay before the game, hanging out, watched. And I'm just like looking up and I'm like, this is dumb. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is not, it doesn't look cool on TV. Like, Nah, man, I, I, 
It was a novelty. I thought it was stupid. I hope they never do it again. It felt forced. Yeah, a lot of it feels forced, and it's a shame because, like, between JT and Justin Spieth, like the trash talk is good. Tiger yeah. obviously is destroyed body wise. I oh, mean, he's, he's got a long way to go. He he's just yeah. I mean, like it's so it's asking him so much. It's almost again. I'll never forget when I saw Frank Sinatra at the end, and I was like. His family needs the money. They must keep trucking him up there. He couldn't even remember the words to New York, New York. Ooh. Tiger can't physically walk, and he's playing golf. It's like, fuck, I just get somebody else to do it, and they won't do it. So I don't, I don't, know, what the, I don't know what the answer is. I wanted to enjoy it. Between the audio issues and the fact that I couldn't see the fucking balls, eh, I'm done. I don't want it anymore. Let's not do that again. TNT, somebody, Capital One, whoever. The match, whoever's in charge of the match, stop it. (laughs) Like, just stop it. Go back to playing golf during the day. Go play at crazy golf courses. There's wacko golf. I mean, come here. Play at Wolf Creek. Play at some crazy golf courses with amazing undulations and wild shots and huge different blind tee shots and whatnot. Go. There's some really cool golf courses in America. Go play at, like, Golden Tee during the day. Not at at night. (laughs) My God, uh, better to book it is a couple of quick ones. We're all in the Patriots, right? I mean, this is no questions. We're all riding besides our to go three and two for us on our Westgate reboot team. But anybody being the fly in the ointment and taking the Cardinals. You better not post anything in this chat if you are <laughs> not today, not today. I don't I don't care what your bet is. I don't care. Listen, man, we all, <laughs> I'm, uh, I want to see this guy get through another week because the shit's going to get real. We might be able to help him either get out or, or lock in a major profit. You got a calculator function on you quick? Yep. Here, I'll do it. Shoot, shoot. I got it. What? what? Six point one million, one hundred thousand. Yep. Divided by 29. Oops. 210,000. A man could go buy a car cash, put a hundred in the bank and go, all right, now let's win it, you know, and get half. Somebody might give him 200,000 on Tuesday if they get through this game today with a shot to, you know, get 3 million. Or we may just have to do a Jake Taylor and win the whole fucking thing. (laughs) I want him to win it so badly. I want you the have, check. I, mean, I, I want the to... check ceremony. Oh my god! If you if you take Justin, I will pay you to wear a BVB hat if you win it and you wear a B. He's I'll on the it. fucking show. What are you talking? Of about? course he's on the show, but I'm saying I want on the picture of him holding the check that says six point one million. I want a BVB. If you wear a BVB hat, I'll pay you something. I don't know, not as much as six million. You ever, you ever been in a winter circle picture at the track? No. I've been in multiple of them. Okay. It's fun as hell. I mean, I'm not asking Justin to be in the picture, <laughs> but if we could just stand anywhere close, I'm taking a picture with him holding that check at some Oh, point. hell yeah. Well, I've already obvious. dreamt yes. it. I've already yeah. seen it. <laughs> New England. One time. Money Let's line. Let's go. Uh, one more. We are going. I'm riding the Devils against the Rangers. I did it before. I'm doing it again. Wow. Rangers are. Why? Because the Devils are killing the Eastern Conference and the 
Metro division has not been good. One and four last five for the Rangers, four and 11 against the East for the Rangers over the last 15 games. They beat them 5-3. The last time they played at MSG, beat them 5-3. Yeah, this is the revenge, though. This is the yeah. Yeah. this is the win a home game thing. No? Maybe. I'll I, I, I just think the Rangers are not anywhere near as good. Yeah, I don't know if they are or not right now. I just think tonight, I think tonight the Rangers get them. And there's, it's good, there's some good hockey games, too, in hockey. And... A lot of things going on. I'm so focused on the one thing. I don't even know if I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay attention to this a little bit, but oh. really down in the football game. Hell yeah. I'll be watching both. Favorite thing about today is what? One. Justin. From Vermont. Live. Patriots. One time. <laughs> Please. Second. Mike Leach. Suffered. Who knows what talking about a heart attack, a character who has touched so many people's lives. Um, have you interviewed stories, him? Huh? Have you interviewed him? Never. He's <laughs> there's literally nobody like Mike Leach. College football would be we, we we would lose such an amazing personality if Mike if Mike Leach leaves us early, right? He's in critical condition, but every time interviewed him a lot of times during my career just because of my Big Twelve ties. And the guy is every single time you either learn something or laugh your ass off. One of the two. Yeah. It's your stories just hit different, yeah. you know? And, and, and when I see it, it's like, you know, I saw someone tweeting and texting about that, you know, they had just had dinner with him the night before. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he's barely hanging on and stuff. And I was like, I've been there, man. Like, I just thought about it all night. Like it was, I was laying there and was trying to watch sports center decompress. And I was thinking about his wife and I was thinking about his family and I was thinking about all the people that really care about him going, well, I hope I can talk to him again. Like you just don't know. So that's my, my other, it's not really a favorite thing about today, but it's right. something that I'm, I'm thinking about. And lastly, I stop into, I went down to the cosmos, saw some people down there, ended up stopping at the Westgate. Walk in and see Wisconsin Andy and his wife. We he watches the show every single day. Wow. Has since me and Jeff Dawson met him here at Vegas at Circa. He came and found us. We sat at a table and talked about a lot of things. And Andy and his wife Ashley uh live in Wisconsin. Listens to the show every day. He used frequents Vegas a lot, bets, bets and does some other th- work. Is picking up and moving to Vegas. Houses for sale. Uh, they're leaving Wisconsin. They've had enough of the cold. So they're coming here. The house will be ready in the spring, but they put it up. A lot of things going on. But I walk into a book, and him and her are at the first table as I walk by. They're like, hey, Dave. And <laughs> We're talking, and he's like, how's the show? And I'm like, well, you know. He goes, I know. He goes, I watch it every day. She yells at me because it literally, it takes two hours of my day. But I watch it every day, whether it's on the YouTube feed or, so she doesn't yell at me, I'll listen to it. But I I, I know you guys, how are things? I said, listen, man, we're looking for help. 
We're, we're looking for sponsors. We're looking for opportunities. We're not looking for donations. We're looking for yeah. to be partners with people. Yeah. That's all. We'll help you out. You help us out, whatever it is. Um, but it was my favorite thing about today. And I told him, I will shout you out. So Wisconsin, Andy, Ashley, hello. It was great seeing you yesterday. Go back and enjoy the rest of winter <laughs> until you come back out to Vegas. We're going to have dinner. And, uh, you know, we can talk about that prom picture that I posted on the oh, Twitter feed today. That was phenomenal. That gray suit is fire. That was Joe. That wasn't me. I was the guy. I know. White. I know what you were. I'm just saying that gray suit was like fire. Gray suit. We're, we're, oh, Gray in the pink? That's oh, hell yeah. Was, other, than, other than the tails, I wouldn't have worn the tails, but other just a color combo, that's me. I'm all in. Phenomenal. <laughs> gray and pink. That was that was great. Your favorite thing with the Wisconsin people is also dovetailing my favorite thing about what happened yesterday. It's a today, because I'm assuming Ben from Wisconsin, who is either traveling today or going to be back at home, sitting at the bar at Mandalay Bay, House of Blues bar, pep rally for the Creighton Blue Jay game sitting with a couple of people that I know people are coming up to me, blah, 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 asking questions, having conversations. It was good to see some people. I hadn't seen Bruce Rasmussen, the former athletic director for a while, who basically like Ras is like God when he's walking around and was like, Ras, it was, it was fun to see him. I hadn't seen him for a bunch of years and just different Creighton people coming up to me, people walking up, you know, wanting to have conversations. And so I'm sitting in like kind of like a, a, a little bar area. And so this couple behind us, like guy looks at me and is like, what do you do? And so I had this conversation and get into him. Well, I find that Ben and his wife, Emily are in town from green Bay, Wisconsin, getting out of the cold, coming down here. Ben works for the green Bay Packers. Yeah. <laughs> and we go into this like incredibly long thing. So he now follows our show. He follows you on Twitter, follows me on Twitter. Yep was super fun to talk to the two of them just about everything about she is an elementary school teacher. She teaches the fourth grade. He is heavily involved, obviously with the green Bay Packers. And I learned a whole lot of things about what's going on internally and just how things are. And it was just a very cool thing. We are both invited to uh, a game in green Bay. So he said, look, you and Dave ever want to come to green Bay to go to a game, hit me up. We'll take care of you guys. We'll figure it out. Whatever you want to do. He's like, you ever been to Green Bay? I said, nope. You ever been to Lambeau? I'm like, nope. He's like, all right. He's like, we'll figure this out. So Ben and Emily, hi. Great to meet you. There may be a Green Bay, Wisconsin opportunity at some point in our future, if we would like. September or October, please, sir. Hell yeah. (laughs) We're from Vegas. We can't handle this stuff at all. So it was awesome to meet them. This town is so fun because you never know there's someone right behind you. You get into an hour-long conversation. The guy that I was with was all pissed off because I wasn't talking to him and I was talking to them for the entire time, but I found them both to be really charismatic and really fun. Um, They're good Wisconsin people. This drunk, coked out, I don't know what she was on woman came up, came up to the two of us as we're talking. And she's like, your boyfriend's pretty cute. Can I date him? <laughs> and I go, I think he's married. And he turned like bright, bright red, didn't know what to do. And he was like, does that happen normally? I'm like, what that she thinks two of us are gay or that, or that you, she's hitting on you. And he was like, he was like any of it. I go, yeah, that's Vegas. That's just kind of how it is to live here. They're always working. Oh, they're always working. Cool Modi said it best. You got to watch him. I see him coming. I see him coming a mile away. 
Oh, she was in rough shape. coming a mile away. She was not, she was not in, she was, she was in rough shape. Did you see what I was wearing yesterday? I'm having so much fun going out in a book dressed the different team stuff. Yeah, you were fit yesterday. The dolphin stuff yesterday with the orange sweatpants. Like, there ain't no hiding. Everybody no, knows I'm there. You're a beacon. You're a damn traffic cone. <laughs> it's phenomenal. I had them coming up to me all afternoon, every place oh, I come. And I'm like, good. no, I'm good. I'm good. No, 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 honey. Uh, you don't you talk. No, no, no. Do your thing. I'm good. I don't want no title shots. And then finally, I need the heavens, the good motion, whatever it might be. There is another way for me to get Taylor Swift tickets. I got two potentially to be able to be purchased at some point okay. in the next two weeks. But it's different this time. It's not actually like they're basically going to send you a, a form. What do you want? Fill it out. Send it back. They tell you whether or not you're getting tickets. December 23rd, I may find out. I may find out before Christmas. You told I may pull the worry about it before Christmas. I know, but I, but it, I, I got two guys that said they can get us the tickets. Relax. Beautiful. Okay. That's great. But Stay until that happens and I have them physically in my hand, I'll still, if, if nothing less, we can go ahead and sell these two tickets and you know, pay for the ones we're going to give these guys. So like, you know, I can work on it. Whatever I get, I'm going to use it to work. Like a bet, you know, you get in at a certain price and go ahead and work off of that, <laughs> you know, come in, whatever it is, you work off the ticket prices and figure out where we can get into and you know. stop working for a minute. Just relax. Get New England <laughs> in tonight. That's all we need. Let's go Patriots. We'll be back tomorrow to kind of hopefully celebrate, if not commiserate on a Tuesdays. B V B.